You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. It's the 25th of August, 2023. And what do you reckon, Rappo? Is it time for another Friday Fix podcast? Yeah, they come around quick, Deeks, don't they? Come around quick, I mate. know, far too quickly. <laughs> far too quick. But plenty of football, Deeks, don't you? Yeah, sorry, mate. Plenty plenty of better. Yeah, sorry, mate. Bit, bit of a zombie, Deeks. I've only been out about 20 minutes, mate. But but yeah, I've splashed me face off, Deeks. So I'm hoping for the best, mate. Hoping for the best. Oh, dear. Right, OK. <laughs> yeah. so could be a bit hit and miss this week by the sounds of it already. Yeah, so, uh... it yeah I'll get me apology in early, Deeks, I think. <laughs> Well, let's start where we were last week to some extent. Uh, We've got news of another charity football day coming up, so let's hear more about it. Last week we uh, featured a a charity event. This week we're doing the same. It's the Soccer Aid Safari 2023, and Brandon Trigidio is going to tell us all about it. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. Now, I've just read somewhere that this is the Cornwall's biggest charity sporting event. Wow. Is that that's right? Our, that's our ambition. Um, we we aim to deliver that on, on Monday the 28th up at, up at St. Austin Football Club. Um, we do believe with some of the work we've put in um, with regards to some of the marketing and, and actually the content um, that we're going to deliver on the day, you know, we want to grow this into... An, an annual event that then becomes renowned as Cornwall's biggest sport and charity event. Um, you know, we're in the infancy stage. This is year one, um, and, but we've got a, a very some very good content and entertainment for for Monday. First of all, what's happening to the money? Where's the money going? That's the important thing. Yeah, really good question. Um, so, so the money um, we're connected to. We're going to. Sp- there's two two aspects to this. The money um, will go to a, um, a charity project out in Kenya that I've lucky enough been able to go out on a number of occasions. Um, it's an educational-based charity in rural Kenya. Uh, and what we're looking to do is build some extra classrooms, two extra classrooms, because um, Fluid Branding um, have kindly donated all their old desktop computers. So we got a large amount of desktop computers going out there, um, but obviously we need somewhere to host them. Um, so we're raising money to build classrooms to host these computers, which will provide additional resource to um, the further education of, of the students out in uh, Rongai, Kenya. Right. So that's where the safari comes into it, is it? That's it, mate. Yeah, that's right. sort of African thing. But in addition to that, you know, we, we want to obviously understand that... Um, charity starts sort of at home as well so we will be providing um a a a suitable donation to our cancer research as well right now where does the soccer come into it then yeah i mean we we want to follow that sort of soccer theme that you see annually on 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 a sort of national tv and uh, and what we've done is two aspects to it we've got a junior tournament in the morning with um six local junior teams um and then after that competition is finished, we'll, we'll have the sort of main event, if you will. Um, we've got two squads of 20 headed up by um, Chris Knight and Phil Lafferty. And we've got a mixture in there. I mean, we were granted permission from the FA, which is amazing, to to make it a, a mixed event. So we do have Char Whitmore um, from Plymouth Argyle Ladies and then um, Caitlin Harris, who's the, who's the captain of St. Austin Ladies as well, um, along with, you know, some... Some talented players in, in, in Cornish football, Ollie Broken, Sean, Neil Slateford, Liam Eddy, 
Kyle Marks. And then we've got some mixed abilities, um, let's admit, and some some players who probably used to be um, at a top level as well. So some some veterans as well. So a real mixed event that we're hoping will provide ample in- entertainment. Right. So this is on Monday, Bank Holiday Monday, obviously. What what time does the uh, the first game start? Yeah, so the junior tournament starts from 11. Um, the main event will be at 1.30. We've got a half-time show, so we've got a dance squad coming in to provide some entertainment at half-time. We'll have um, a half-time penalty shootout as well, where we'll, we'll sort of... Um, the contestants will be picked by our in-game mascot, um, and they'll have a chance to win some prizes if they score a goal as well. Um, alongside that, we've got bouncy castles, face painting. So so a real sort of family day. We, we want to make it a community event, basically. We want to bring the community of St. Austell together and, and sort of be diverse and, and make it cohesive. So we are bringing people together. We've tried to make it um, approachable for everyone. Um, for example, you know, there's no price to get into the event. Um, so you, so you know, there'll be no charges there. We'll ask for a, a donation. People can say yes, no. They can give fifty p. They can give five pounds, ten pounds, whatever they want. Um, so we've made it really approachable for all families. Um, you know, it's in the summer holidays, a family event, and also for, for the football follower, there'll be some some decent action on display as well. Right, uh, Chris Knight and Phil Lafty playing, or were they just managers? Oh, they're definitely not playing. No, they'll be. Um, <laughs> Be, uh, well, that would make it more more interesting. Uh, listen, it's not in the plans for them to play. Yeah, we're, we're open to some surprises. If, if they want to put a kit on, they're more than welcome to. But now we're heading up the Lions and Cheetah squads. Again, we, we, we've picked the balanced squads. Um, Ollie Brokes will be captain in one, and then Neil, Neil Slateford will be the captain of the, um, the other squad as well. So they'll, they'll head those teams out. Right. And I'm intrigued... In-game mascot, what's that going to be then? It is someone in a large lion suit um, with one of the kits <laughs> on, with the lion's kit on. And they'll be going around in- entertaining the children um, and, again, facilitating that half-time penalty shootout. And we've got some fantastic um, prizes on offer, but some real kind donations. So we've got um, four corporate tickets to Plymouth Argyle game. We've got um, tickets and flights to... Dublin to watch um, Ireland versus the Netherlands um, next month. We've got a, a signed football from the Ireland national team, a signed Roy Keane shirt, £100 voucher to the Long Store restaurants. Um, so some real good prizes on offer as well. So right. definitely worth attending just for that. Yeah. Okay. And if anyone uh, listening to this should want to donate uh, a, a further prize, how do they get hold of you, Brandon? On the website, as uh, Soccer Aid Safari. Um, it'll take you to a website um, with a link um, and you can you can provide a donation um, and through that. Right. Well, we wish you the best of luck. Uh, it's Monday. All kick, Well, the football kicks off at 11 o'clock in the morning, the junior game and the, the big event, the main event, Slates against Brokes at 1.30 in the afternoon. Uh, let's hope that it's a great day and you raised loads of money. Yeah, thank you for your time, David. I really appreciate that. Make sure you don't miss an episode of the Rappo and Deeks Friday Fix by subscribing on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and you've got it. Yep, so thanks to Brandon there. That's That game is being staged at Polter. Uh, good luck to him and all involved. The, the big game, Rappo, is between the Lions and the Cheetahs. Now, 
Chris Knight and Phil Lafferty are the managers. Who do you reckon will be which? Is is Nitra going to be a lion or is is <laughs> Phil going to be a lion? Oh, I don't know, mate. Oh, crikey, mate. I, I, looking at him on the touchline, mate, I reckon I reckon Laughs is more of a lion than Knight Ernie, mate. Prowling, prowling, mate. <laughs> <laughs> See laughs prowling up and down a few touchlines, mate. Ready to eat a linesman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're hungry, just take a bite out of the linesman. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's brilliant, Dixon. It, you know, everyone like last week, mate. You know, with Craig and that Dixon. You know, people doing all this good stuff. Good stuff for chat. Sorry, mate. Oh, Me what's, iPad. That? what's Guys, that going? What's that? Anthony Watson to miss the Rugby World Cup, Diggs. Oh, no. Blood, yeah, he's good. Oh, I like Watson, mate. Don't you? Good winger he is, mate. Don't know. Oh, I don't bit, know who he mate. is, to be honest, but there we go. All oh, right. Sorry, <laughs> place the bath, mate. You know, right winger. Ah, yeah, good. Right. good mate. Yeah, you've probably seen him play, Diggs. But sorry, mate. I forgot. I got Sky... Sports alerts, mate, on my iPad. Sorry, mate. Frighten me then, mate. Frighten the life out of me. Um, no, nah, it's brilliant, Deeks, isn't it? Um, you know, um, you know, all these lads that you know doing great stuff for charity, well under Brandon and that, mate, and getting slates and brokes to play against each other as yeah. well, mate. What's that coming yeah. to? Blimey, I, I know it's... he's done well there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> he's done well there, but now great cause though, Deeks, isn't it? And I hope it's a brilliant day, mate. Might might try and get over there if I can, Deeks, if I'm allowed, mate, <laughs> on a bank holiday, mate. I'll take a few pens, mate. Oh Don't yeah, have to run now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I wouldn't mind that, mate. Wouldn't mind a Roy Keane signed shirt, mate, for yeah. a few penalties. I think I, I can still do that. Yeah. I always remember <laughs> going to a. Uh, it was a uh, you know. Back in our day, well, certainly back in my day, uh, yeah. there used to be a lot of sort of pre-season six-a-side tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. I, I remember going to one up at uh, Upton Cross, which is sort of Liscard Way and a bit beyond. Um, and uh, in between, they had a, a penalty shoot uh, competition, and uh, there was a sort of preliminary <laughs> qualification that you, I struggled to get through, but the. The the sort of final was uh, Jim Fresnel, who ex Argyle keeper oh, yeah. and, and Arsenal and whatever, yeah. and I, I scored five out of six past him, and I won it. So, <laughs> well done, mate. what did you win? Dude? I won. A, win? I won a Bobby Moore football shirt. What, uh, oh, West, nice, West Ham, West Ham, actually. But um, oh yeah, yeah. shame it won the England one, mate. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, yeah. five out of six, I got, I got past him. But well done, mate. I, I Did didn't... you give him the eyes, Dicks? Give him the eyes. <laughs> I didn't do so well in the in the qualifying round. It was just against a, no. a, lo- a local keeper, as such. I thought, oh dear. But yeah. so there you go. So that's my claim for fame oh, this yeah. week. Yeah. No, you did. You did. I remember you taking a nice pen, Dicks. I remember seeing you score a few of them, mate. I always had faith in you, mate. When when you were stepping up to take one, to be fair. Yeah, uh, right. Well, Don't always get that with everyone, do you? No, I, I tell you, I, I tell you, who got a penalty uh, last Saturday. It was Rocky Neal, wasn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, Rocky. Yeah, yeah, he did. Mate, he started off the season well, Rock, mate, didn't he? Yeah, and well done, Rocky. And Cam Weldon, who is our Truro City media man, he tells us more. Well then, Cam, one game to talk about uh, in the past week uh, that Truro City have played. Um, not the best results. Yeah, um, difficult, a difficult week for us really, Dave. Um, obviously, we mentioned last week about the, the two games against um, uh, Braintree and, and Yeovil. We were, we, were, we were in those games and 
we were in, well, we were in a, we equalised against Braintree and then in the winning position against the Oval and we, we ended up with nothing in both of those games, which is tough. But um, Hampton, we played on Saturday and uh, I thought we were, it's a difficult one really because I, I know Paul, Paul openly admits he said he was a bit, bit harsh really in, in his, in his reaction, um, his post-match thoughts, and he's watched the game back. That's the perks of this season. We we get 90 minutes footage of every game, so we can watch games back. And um, having spoken to him on uh, on Wednesday, he was basically saying that he he, he almost uh, takes it back. Really, we were, we were we created a lot of chances, and um, and unfortunately, we we didn't really do enough to to get the result. But um, we had some real clear-cut chances, especially first half, where we could easily have been. It wouldn't have been flattering if say we were three 0 up. Could have been three 0 up, and we didn't take those chances. But one thing we've learned in this division, as we knew, would be the case if you don't, if you're if you're not at your best or you don't take your chances, etc. You will get punished, and that's exactly what happened to to us on on Saturday. There, um, it was a, a a good goal for the first goal, well from the back post. It's a, it's a good header, but um, for one nil. But then realistically, we we got we got an element of luck. Um, we or we got a lifeline, should we say, um, in added time to get the penalty, which which Rocky struck away. He's been in fine form, four goals this season, but um, in four games for him, so he's been fantastic. And then second half, did we do enough to to win the game? No, not really. I don't, I wouldn't say so. Um, probably a draw might have been a fair result, but they their striker took their chance, it dribbled into the box, and I think the young goalkeeper Partington made it on his debut, made a good save, and then the bloke just had a tap in. Really, nothing you could do about that, and. Um, Ryan Brett was, had a um, probably the best chance. Ryan Brett had a, a header that was brilliantly saved by the keeper. But um, apart from that, we didn't really offer all that much the second half. But I think the, the positives are still there, Dave. I think, as Paul said, he said many a times, we can compete at this level. It's, it's obvious he's just not fearing the league or anything. And um, hopefully, it's only a matter of time before these good performances turn into results. But um, and thankfully, we got a, a double weekend this weekend to try and. Uh, get some points on the board which is obviously you can, there's only so much you can say with good performances um, without before people start getting worried obviously you want you want results on the board so hopefully we do that this weekend but um, injuries have been a massive blow for us Dave five players who to be fair and nailed on starters all out injured which would damage any team so um, and for us to have our main goalkeeper out our main striker out our main, probably two of our main midfielders out and our main right back as well um, <laughs> it's a, it's a not much you can really do. So the fact that we we were able to compete and put up a decent performance with a um, when we were down to bare bones says says a lot about Paul and the squad we've got. Yeah, just as well you haven't got your main central defender out as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, well, to be fair, Dave, that's <laughs> one of the areas we have covering because we got um, obviously we got Shane and, and Ben, who's been on the bench last few weeks. If we did lose one of those defenders, we'd be all right. I think. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, you're right. We can't really afford we can't really afford any more to be um, out injured. I tell you. No. Well, let's not dwell on the past. Let's uh, look yeah. to the future. And uh, as you said, uh, it's a double weekend, of course, with the bank holiday Monday. And for anyone going to Eastbourne on Saturday, I think the message is get your ticket in advance, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I saw that. I was a bit surprised. Um, I, I, before I'd even looked at it, actually, it was an Eastbourne fan who um, he sent me a sent me a message on Facebook, which is a nice thing to do. Obviously, you didn't have to do it, but he just said, um, "FYI, we we I just want to let you guys know because I know Bath City found out the the harsh way." But he was saying that, um, yeah, well, basically, just uh, get your tickets in advance because I think it's thirteen pound if you buy online, eighteen if you buy on the day. So, yeah. um, there's a bit a bit of a bit of a markup there. It's a bit cheeky, really, but 
um, it is what it is. That's their decision, isn't it? So um, it's probably one of the more expensive teams in the league. I was going to say, 18 quid is a fair bit of money, isn't it? Well, uh, it, it is for, for National League South standard, but as I said, it's not, believe it or not, Dave, it's not the most expensive. So I'm Ooh. sure we'll mention about that later <laughs> in the season. But, right. Um, okay. And I'm sure we can all guess, well, as I said, I've told, mentioned that Torquay is, um, I will admit, Torquay United is more expensive. So. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so it's Eastbourne Borough on Saturday, Farnborough on Monday. Um, both, well, looking at the league table, irrespective of injuries and all that sort of thing, they are both more than winnable matches, aren't they? Yeah, um, definitely. And if you look at the league table, but um, you just you just don't know, Dave. I think the league table is a little bit false. Obviously, it's still early doors, and realistically, if you'd have looked at if if, four, if you'd have got people to watch Truro games from the first four games, and would you have said they deserve to be sitting is it twentieth in the league? Um, answer answer is probably not. But then I think Eastbourne have had. Uh, a similar sort of record to us. I know they won on the opening day. They got a point midweek and then they've lost their last two, um, Avely, and they lost at home to Bath last week. So um, Eastbourne will be looking to bounce back, but we know that that's a long, long old, long old track for us, um, Eastbourne, especially on a bank holiday weekend. You can imagine people going to the seaside and stuff. It's going to be a, um, going to be a bit of a long, long trip for us, but we're used to that and we know we're in for a tough game. And Farnborough, we've... Um, who we've obviously played in the, the league below and this level before. So we've played Farnborough many a times and they're, they're always tough games, Dave. It's, it's a cliche and I'll sort of sit here every week saying it's a tough match, it's difficult, but it just, it just is, Dave. It's, there's no way to, there's no way to, um, to hide from it. We're, we're in a top league now. We're in against some real, real top, top outfits who, well, Hampton and Richmond last weekend, Dave, they're a full-time, out, they're a full-time outfit. So, mm. um it's, it, that's what that's what you've got to compete with, and that's what that's what we we want to get in this league for a reason. We want to compete against these teams, so um, and that's exactly what that's what that's what we're here to do, and we're we're here to compete. And I think from the first four games, we've been able to prove that we can compete. So um, yeah, it's only a, I think it is only a matter of time before the results start coming, and um, hopefully we can get. I can talk to you this time next week, Dave, and hopefully we'll um, we'll have some more points on the board, which would be fantastic. Right. I got my fingers crossed then, Cam. Thanks very much for talking to us. And, uh, well, better news next week. Hopefully, Dave. Cheers. No problem. Yeah, thanks to Cam there, as usual, uh, bringing us up to date with True City in the National League South. And uh, as I said to Cam Rappo, um, anyone who's going to the Eastbourne game on Saturday, get your ticket in advance. It's, it's 13 quid if you buy it in advance online. 18 quid yeah. if you're there on the day. Is it, mate? Yeah. Crikey. It's a bit of a rip yeah, isn't it? Yeah. It is a bit, mate, isn't it? Some of these clubs, you know, I think Cam mentioned it the other week, didn't he? Like Torquay. Well, yeah. Torquay and that deep still, still like 20-odd quid, mate, isn't it? 20, is it 22 on the day? I, and I think you... Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. 20. Yeah, I know these clubs are still full-time in that Dicks and they obviously got to make, you know, got, got to make the money, like, but... But yeah, when you when you can go and see City for what eleven, twelve quid, uh, thirteen. I think it's thirteen. It's gone up this season. Apparently, oh, right. well, that's, still, yeah. no, that's fair enough, mate. Isn't it when you when you're watching that standard of football, Dicks, compared to a lot of the other clubs in that league, Dicks is is a is a cheap day out, mate. Isn't it cheap mm. day out? And just looking yeah, at yeah. attendances, I mean, obviously Truro's has gone up this season. Um, they had two two hundred ninety six for their opening game of the season at, at home to Welling, and then last Saturday yeah. they had two fifty seven, which okay is 
not very good in comparison to the uh, no. the other attendances. When you look at some of them, I mean, even Eastbourne, 1,900 for their opening game of the season yeah. and uh, against Bath City, 1,234. So some useful attendances in that league, to be honest. There is, isn't there, Diggs? Yeah, there is some big clubs, isn't there? That's the, you know, I suppose you're only talking, Diggs, you know, a couple of promotions and yeah. you're back in the league, isn't you, for a lot of these clubs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we, you know, forget, you know, how well City are doing. I've got to be honest, it's feel a bit guided for City, really. You know, look at looking at the table here, like, you know, three points from a possible 12, but it could have been so much more, mate, couldn't it, the way they've played? Mm. So, yeah, a bit gutted for them in a way, but hopefully they can stay positive, Diggs. And, you know, it's good. I think we said start of the season, Diggs, in, in that level of football, you're going to get a load of ups and quite a few downs, aren't you, over the season, Diggs, as, as long as they can just stay in there, mate for next season and you know hopefully it'll be exciting times mate wouldn't it with the with the pitch and everything the new stadium yeah that's hopefully. right I, th- I think that's everyone's sort of top wish isn't it for the season is yeah. to, to be able to be playing National League South next season and in Truro or you know on the outskirts exactly. of Truro yeah, back in Cornwall that'll be a, a great thing yeah um Top of the league, Worthing, Avely, Western Supermare. Western yeah. Supermare, they've started all right, haven't they? Seeing they went up as champions yeah. uh, last season. So, uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Big club, really, isn't it, mate? Western Supermare, isn't it? Yeah. Lovely stadium there. Yeah, that's right. Big so. plans. Yeah, big plans, aren't they, mate? But, but like you say, Dix, you look down through the league, you know, like Cody, mate, you know, is Bath City team, you know, Cody and, and Fletch. Good to see Fletch back playing Dix as mm. well, isn't it? Yeah. By the way. Yeah, after that, you know, terrible head injury, mate. That's lovely to see. And but, you know, I've watched Taunton recently. Deeks, you know, they're a good club, bigger. But there is some big clubs in there. Deeks and the Torquay, tenth, mate. Yeah. Torquay, mm-hmm. even Dover, mate. You know, they've been up in the top levels of non-league football for a lot of years. Deeks, haven't they? And yeah. Maid- teams like that, Maidstone United. Yeah, yeah big, big name in it. Deeks, big name up that way. So yeah, it's a tough old league, Deeks, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, good luck to City, mate. You know, any points they pick up are good ones, aren't they? Yeah. Sorry, Deeks. Uh, who's the biggest name, do you reckon, in that? In that league, Deeks? Yeah. Um, History-wise, I suppose. So no, no, you've no, got to be no, looking no, at... the, the biggest name. Yeah. The biggest name. Or the longest name, Deeks. <laughs> Haven and Waterlooville, mate. <laughs> uh, that... No, I don't think is it is. Actually, no. I, I think it's ha- Hampton and Richmond Borough, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. If you chuck the borough on the end, Deeks, it is, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Where do they yeah. play? Do they play Hampton or Richmond? I don't know. We, I, I've played there, actually, Deeks. Oh, you've played, played there? there. Yeah, you don't know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know, mate. I should know. Should know. I scored as well, mate. Oh. We lost 5-1, but, oh, but I, I did oh. score. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I should know. I've got a feeling is is Hampton, Deeks. I've I just got a feeling, but... But I, I am there to be corrected, mate, to be right. honest. Okay. Because well, it was about 35 years ago. <laughs> right. Well, you, <laughs> lo- you lost 5-1. Next up on yeah. the podcast is a team who won 5-1. Oh, yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Mabel, mate. Yeah, correct. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, no, you're, you're a professional. That's a good link, mate. You're, you're a professional. You're a true professional. <laughs> well, unprofessionally, we haven't got anyone uh, to to tell us what uh, has been happening at Mosul for the for, for the past week. Uh, mm. Hopefully, Pablo, hopefully, do we remember Pablo? It's so long ago since yeah, we I spoke saw, to him, isn't it? But, I know, mate. He's enjoying his South Bay to be fair <laughs> to him, mate. He, 
I've seen his Instagram post, mate. He's he's having a good time, mate. Ah, so right, he's, right. he's got a long season ahead, mate, and he so I suppose he's recharging those batteries yeah. for us, mate, as as we speak. Isn't he? Okay. Well, <laughs> in his absence, what we do know is that obviously. Uh, well, Maisel, they've got a double weekend coming up. Uh, Bashley at home on Saturday, who by coincidence they've got the week after now in the FA Cup. And then on yeah. bank holiday Monday, the Seagulls fly into Tavistock. Um, that's their near, yeah. that's their nearest away game. How many miles is it between them and, and Tavistock? Oh, crikey, mate. Maisel to Tavistock, Deeks. I'm, I'm going to go... I'm gonna go, mate. I'm probably miles out, Dick. So I'm rubbish, really. Come on, come on. I'm rubbish. Come on. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 80, 80, 82 miles, mate. Oh, unlucky. Any good? Well, actually, it, it's it's. I've done it from Paul, which is where obviously yeah. where Maisel actually play. From Paul to Tavistock, eighty-five. Yeah. Oh, I'm quite pleased with that, Dick. Yeah. I'm quite pleased with it. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't change your mind. You're disappointed though, I could tell. But uh... yeah, yeah, but nice they got it spot on. But yeah, I was trying to think. I was trying to think which way they go, mate. Obviously, up the. It's, it's a bit of a one of them digs, isn't it? <laughs> really, isn't it? Most sort of t- It's not. You can't go straight up, mate. Can you? It's no, a bit, that's so... right. I, I'm I'm planning yeah. to go. Planning to watch them on Monday, and uh, I oh, keep yeah. I keep thinking which which way do I go? Which way? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, mate. It's, it's one of them, isn't it, Tavi? Really, isn't it? So it's got, not the easiest. No, you got the A30 and turn off, am you? Um, or you, mm. I mean, the other way would be yeah. obviously what through Liscard, Callington, and that way, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, probably the it's probably the show. I think that one, isn't it, Dix? Yeah, the minute with don't all, know. With don't all know. All the... well, oh. Traffic. Eight thirty is a bit not. Yeah, I think so, mate. From what I'm hearing, Deeks, I'm I'm venture up there. I'm had a look at it yet, Deeks. Mm. I'm had a look at it yet. Chippy's gone, mate. Chippy's gone. gone. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And also gone is St. Blaise in the FA Cup, who Mosel played last Saturday. That was uh, no real problems for Mosel. Five-one winners. Um, And uh, as I said, they've got Bashley in the next round, which is Saturday week. How nice home draw, isn't it? nice home. Yeah, nice home draw. And how often do we see this? That actually, whoever you draw in the cup, you've got them either the week before or the week after in the league. It's uncanny, really, Dix, isn't it? That, that, it does happen hell of a lot, doesn't it? That yeah. does that situation, doesn't it? I don't like playing teams twice that close together either, do you, Dix? It's hard, isn't it, to win both of them, isn't it? I think you know when you when you've got a team. Like to, close to well, unless you're playing like a bottom of the league team or something, you know. But but like you know, when you're playing got a team in the league and then in the cup, mate, you get a bit familiar with each other, don't you, mate? It's hard to sort of win both games, I think, isn't it? Yeah, Sometimes. quite quite often it's hard to predict the second game, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully the Eagles will win both, mate. They've started off well anyway, Dick, haven't they? Yeah, Great start to the season. That's right, Bashley. Where they in the team? Oh, actually, Bashley started all right as well in the league. They're, they're in fifth place. Oh, I know that they've only played two games, obviously, all of them, but they've got four points out of their two games. So, um, um, yeah, so that's interesting. And just whilst we're talking about attendances just now with True, um, the website I'm looking at at the moment has got the attendances for the for the Southern League Division One South here, which is quite handy. And uh, what oh, so yeah. what's that? Two steps 
down from what Churro's um, in, isn't it? Is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Two step, yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, two steps. Yeah. So if we're looking at, say, um, well, on average, I would say it's around about three, 300 marks sort of thing. Bashley, they had 316 for their opening game of the season. Tavistock, yeah. 181. Now, what is happening at Tavistock? They've not had a very good start, have they? No, no, Deeks, yeah, because, you know, last season was really good, mate, wasn't it? You know, playoffs and everything, Deeks, up around it, weren't they, all season, you know, up around that top six. Like, Stu did a really good job and lost both games, mate, hadn't they, so far? Only scored one goal, I think, and let in about four, is it, Deeks, in their two games? So, so far, so, yeah, a bit of a disappointing start, mate, isn't it? Bottom bottom two or whatever but I said like you know like you just said though Deeks early early days in it I suppose hopefully they can you know Stu's got it right mate since he's been there really and he you know so got faith in him mate you know to bring in a, a player or two if he if he's got to but um mm. yeah yeah it's not the best starts but you know I, I suppose from our, from a Cornish perspective Deeks you know we we'd be looking at Mosel to, to go up there and win that one mate wouldn't we yeah, well, yes, for sure. Um, don't want to sort of put too much pressure on them, I suppose, by saying it's. Uh, no. it, it, if you look at the league table, it's a no-brainer. But as we know, and it's so early in the season that um, it's difficult to tell what is going to happen, isn't it? But uh, it's a coupon buster, Deeks, isn't it? That, that fixture, <laughs> coupon buster. That's right. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The the, uh, the those attendances. The the highest one I can find. Uh, yeah. This is for the games. Obviously, um, well, it's a midweek game. Wimborne against Exmouth, which well, oh yeah, six hundred and one that that crowd. So uh, is it? Yeah, they get good crowds actually, Diggs, don't they? Wimborne. There, there is a lovely setup up there, Diggs. I think I might have. Um, you probably. Oh, uh, here we go. You, I scored there. Is that what we're going to say? No, no, I haven't. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't actually. I think I sent you and Phil, mate, the photos from there. Didn't I, mate? Last, do you remember, mate? I, I broke in there last season. And I was, <laughs> you broke in. I, I didn't mean you. I didn't actually, mate. There was a they, there was a woman's game in there just finishing on a Sunday, and we was driving past there, mate. I didn't mean you. You were Rach. So, oh, I think Wimbledon play up around here. Can you just put it in your sat nav? <laughs> and no, it is about four miles. It was deep. You she was seething really but but um but yeah I, it, they just finished a woman's game there Dix, and, and I pulled up and I think even she was impressed mate with the outside of it you know they got them sort of Wimborne you know in big big Wimborne town in oh, big right. gold letters and all Dix. yeah, yeah look set up they got there mate yeah it's a new, really nice is it a mate. new ground yeah, yeah, looks hell of a new. I, I think he's a few years old, actually, mate. But because I, th- I think I remember Troy. I think remember Cam saying about it, mate. You know, I think Troy played there a couple of years ago yeah. um, when it was sort of virtually brand new. I think Deeks, you know. So, yeah. but yeah, love, lovely, um, lovely setup there. I mean, to be honest, Deeks, looking at the that league, mate. You know, looking down through, I've just got it up now. Now you said about it, Deeks. You know, the table and the attendances and that, and and um, th- there's some there's some lovely sort of venues in that league, mate. I'm sure, I'm sure Mosel going to really enjoy because I've been to Evesham as well, Deeks. That's a lovely setup, mate. I popped in there, and obviously Exmouth are doing well, mate, and Frome, mate, as well, or Froome. I don't, you know, I always call it Frome, mate. I don't know, but but they've got a lovely ground, Deeks. Melksham's meant to be lovely. Played at Yate Deeks for Falmouth in the Vars. 
scored there. Oh, Deeks yeah, and lost yeah, two yeah, yeah, scored there. Yeah, yeah, lost yeah. Two <laughs> yeah, obviously better for Deeks. We mentioned them last week with those lovely old floodlights, mate, <laughs> yeah, didn't we? Yeah, that's right. Poulton, yeah, Poulton's yeah, lovely ground. And yeah, yes, and it's a good league at Deeks. Good league, you know. And Mouser are top of it, mate. Mouser are top, that's right. Long, yeah. long may it last. So Yes, mate, yeah. yeah. Love, love to see that at the end, mate, wouldn't you? In <laughs> April. That's right. So Mouser away uh, home to Bashley on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff. And then uh, bank holiday Monday up to Tavistock, three o'clock kickoff as well for uh, uh, a double weekend, so good luck to them. Yeah, good weekend, that Dix. Don't forget, you can subscribe to the Rappo and Dix Friday Fix podcast. Just go to your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football. And also, if you want to listen back to any previous podcasts of Cornish Soccer, they are all available at anchor.fm slash Cornish Soccer. Thank you. On to the Western League, and... Um, well, a bit of a mixed bag in the old uh, FA Cup, wasn't yeah. it, really? So, um... It was, wasn't it, Dick? A bit disappointing, mate, I thought. I, I had a I had a feeling of disappointment last Saturday, Dick's looking down through the results. Did you, mate, really? Like, yeah. Elston, you know, 4-0 at Biddeford. You know, after the way they started, you know, that 5-1 against Bridgewater, I'd, you know, I had plans for Elston, mate, last Saturday. But, but um, you know... Yeah, Falmouth, mate, home to Throat, you know, and I know I know they're sort of, you know, league above and that and you know, you can't go around joint killing all the time. Beat Exmouth in the last round, didn't they, town, but went down to a big sort of six two defeat of Bickland, mate. well the biggest ever, I think, Dix, wasn't it in the FA Cup? I saw Mike Mike Hodges put on the oh, four yeah. Dix, didn't yeah, he? That's right. Yeah. So that was a shame, mate. And you know, Salt Ash in the league, Dix, Salt Ash lost, didn't they, at Ilfracoon? Tor, I suppose Tor Point picked up a point at Welton Diggs, didn't they? But but it, it was all a bit disappointing, Diggs, wasn't it, last weekend, mate? I, I, was, eat, I was eating me steak, chips and onion rings, mate. Steak, chips down and the, onion rings? Yeah, yeah, they've done me proud last Saturday, Diggs. So, yeah, um... Yeah, steak and chips, Deeks, and some onion rings chucked on. But, but yeah, yeah, I was I was enjoying my meal, Deeks, but but gutted with all the results, that, you know, coming through. Really, mate, yeah. all a bit un- underwhelming, Deeks, wasn't it? Yeah, That's I think uh, not. I mean, in theory, Bitterfish should have beaten Helston. I was a bit surprised by the by yeah. the margin of victory, four yeah. nil. That sounds well, sounds one sided. I don't know whether it was or not, mm-hmm. but um, it's the end of. Mm-hmm. I saw Koozie, um, uh tweeted on it. The end of twenty six competitive games unbeaten. That's some run though, isn't it? Yeah, I knew it's quite a few. You know, their league, their league run and all things, but I didn't know. It. Yeah, that that is that is really good, Dicks, isn't it? Flipping heck, mm. twenty six games. That takes a bit of doing at that level, Dicks, doesn't it? Yeah. Step five, really. Yeah. Well done, Cousy and Alston, mate. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, and you mentioned Tor Point there, that one all draw at Welton Rovers. Yeah. Um they're up into second place, actually on the same same number of points as Helston. Um but they have played a game more and um, Helston got a far better goal difference. So uh, good yeah. to see. Good to see two corners. So, yeah. Well, well, hang on a sec. Hang on. Good to <laughs> I know see. what you're going to say. Yeah, <laughs> I've just realised. Good to see two corner sides at the top of the yeah. league. And, um, oh dear, there's two at the bottom as well. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it sort of negates it a bit, doesn't it, mate? Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> yeah, so, I know what you mean. Yeah, games coming up. Um, and again, it's uh, FA Vars and League this yeah. Saturday. And uh, the FA Vars games, Dobbles against Blazy, Farmouth home to Honiton, and Saltash United against Radstock. Radstock, what league do they play in? And are they... Uh, Western League Division 1, Deeks. Right. Yeah, they are, mate. Yeah, they're... Um... I, th- I think they're sort of doing okay, Dix. I think they're top half, but but n- nothing, you know, nothing brilliant, mate. I, I've been up there, actually, Dix. I've popped in there as well, mate, because they're, they're just along from Ottery, St. Mary, mate. Up there, I had a little ground up up around that way one day, mate. Did about four grounds. And it's a funny ground, Dix. It's, it's like all open at one end with like a load of sort of houses behind the goal with a fence and, and the rest of the grounds are sort of like like nice little stand on one side and all enclosed, mate, and then it's wide open sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But um, I know so Asher at home, though, Deeks, I know, so I don't know why I'm going on about that, really. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it Kimberley? Mate? Oh, well, no, it's no, not. No, it, no, no, it's not at Kimberley, is it? Waterways, is it, mate? That's something Water. like it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, ninth, Deeks, ninth in Division 1, mate. Radstock, so oh. hopefully Salt Ash can win that one, mate, and kickstart their season a bit, Dix, and you? Well, yeah, quite often that it just needs one win, doesn't it, to get everyone yeah, going? So exactly. let's let's keep our fingers crossed on that one. And so uh, Farmer yeah. home to Honiton, in theory, yeah, should be a home win. Should win that. Yeah, Phil won't want that, mate. Will he? That's one of his local teams, isn't it, Honiton? Yeah. Phil will be. Supporting them, money. Oh well, well, he should do, shouldn't he? He's, he's a Peninsula yeah, man, so Peninsula against Western. League. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, yeah, Blazy at Dogwall Sticks, old Cornish, old yeah, Cornish game, isn't it? Could could it's there, nice. Could there be an upset there? I don't think so, mate. No, I think Blazy or because you know it's one of them games. It's a tough place to go, Diggs, isn't it, Dogwall? But hang on, I think hang if on, you look, hang on, I, hang on. Can I sorry, can mate. I match you on this? I've scored at Dogwalls, yeah, you know. Yeah, I know you are, mate. <laughs> Actually, mate, you've done better than that, Dix. You've played in one game for him and won a cup final, haven't you? <laughs> no, 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 not Dobbles. No, that was no, Paul oh, Perrow. No, that was Paul, Paul Perrow, Perrow, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> mate, I'm getting mixed. Yeah, Dobbles was, like, was your first club, yeah, mate, wasn't it? Right. Your first yeah. men's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I suspect you scored there a few times, actually, mate. Dobbles. Uh, uh, yeah, well, a handful of times, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't say prolific. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I not mate. I haven't, thanks, because they want in the league. Well, I have, mate. I've scored a few. I've played vets there a couple of times, and I think I've had a couple of twos, mate. But, yeah, not in the southwestern, though, mate. They, yeah. I'm too old, Diggs, for that. But, no, I think, well, you was there, Diggs, weren't you? Blazy in the last round, mate, went to Wendron and won, didn't they? So yeah. you'd expect them You'd expect them to go to Dobbles, mate, and win, wouldn't you? And tour point, Diggs. Yeah, you're, you're comparing um, Western League and... Peninsula there, aren't you? Because it's a different competition, obviously. But yeah, I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah they beat Wendy yeah. in the FA Cup. Now they're exactly. taking on another Peninsula side in the FA Vars. So in theory, they, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Exactly. With you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tour point digs, fancy them, don't you? Home to Ilfracombe. The way they've started the season, I think I think tour point will win. I oh, know Ilfracombe done all right, mate, and they? they think they've won a two. I mean, well, they've beaten, beaten Fox. Well, they've been former fans all Ash this season, mate, already, haven't they? Two of our teams, so... Yeah, so, so that's a league game, isn't it? 
Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Diggs. Yeah, I've got that in brackets here. Sorry, mate. Forget I said that, Diggs. Yeah, I'm going off that. Yeah, Alston and Milbrook and to a point and Ilfric in the league games, aren't they? Sorry, Diggs. No, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So, no, so I have got that in brackets, mate. I, yeah, sorry, mate. Right. I tell you what, Diggs, sorry, mate. Uh, you, you, have you seen the draw for this? Well, no, you have, mate. The draw for the second round of the Vaz, mate. If, if all their teams do... Really well, mate. There's some there's some Cornish crackers, mate, isn't there? Well, in the second qualifying round. I, I honestly haven't looked that far ahead yet. So have you not, no. I don't want to tempt fate, mate, but but if everyone does all right Saturday, Diggs, we can look forward to Diggs in the second qualifying round of the Vars, mate. Weybridge V Tour Point. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Falmouth V Liscord. Ooh. Right. Um, yeah. Wendron V. So Ash. Oh, right. getting yeah. better and better. And, and oh, no, Diggs. Well, and, and St. Austell v. Camelford. Like, but, oh. Um, oh, right. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, thanks. Sorry. That might not be so exciting, mate. But, but yeah, there's some beauties there, Diggs, isn't there? You know, yeah. like, you know, Western League opposition against Southwest Peninsula League, mate. Those, those three games, Diggs, you know, Weybridge, Torpoint, former Fliscord, and Wendron So Ash. I'd fancy at least one one shot there, Dix, wouldn't you? Mm. If it is a shot. Oh. Yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves slightly here. I know, we? mate. We, yeah. We, sh- yeah. we shouldn't get excited. What what day no, is that um, next round? Do you know? Uh, yes, I do think. I've, ri- I've written is that, that in brackets. brackets? Well. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, September the twenty third, Deeks. Oh that right, Bosworth. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. It is really in it a few weeks yet, mate. In it, I suppose. It's... Jumping ahead, mate. mate. Getting excited <laughs> about yeah. games calm that down, might not calm even down, calm yeah, down. They might not even happen, Deeks. Might they? No, these you, games, you've but... probably put the blockers on all those, to be honest. But yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, mate. So uh, in the league, in the Western League. Uh, um, as we said, um, Tor Point are home to Ilfracombe in the league on Saturday, and uh, Helston against Millbrook. It's an all Cornish game oh, there. I tell you what, Deeps, Coozie will have three strikers pushing each other out the way to play, mate, on Saturday. <laughs> when he, he'll, have, he'll have these three strikers, mate, like flipping champion at the bit, mate. We need to, to start that game, I would have thought, mate, mm, wouldn't they? That's all, right. all three of them will want to sort of, you know. But hopefully Millbrook, you know, hopefully they've picked up a little bit though, Deeks, I think, haven't they? Little, just little sort of, you know. Shoots of hope. But, um... Yeah, <laughs> I said, I, yeah, I got it. I, I said something that wasn't even a saying, didn't I, Deeks? That's, yeah, that's it. I think I did say, yeah. I think there is some, um, yeah. I think there is reason to, <laughs> reason to be optimistic, Deeks, is it? Is it, mate? Well, you they've, know, they've the only let in 14 game, goals, haven't they, in the three games they played. And the bulk oh, of those no. was in one game, wasn't it? So, but, Yeah, true, mate. But on that the other side, game as well, think, yeah, they've only scored but, one goal. That's the, that's the thing, isn't yeah. it? So I don't know where the goals exactly. are going to come from. but um, No, that would be an interesting prediction, that one, mate, wouldn't it, Saturday <laughs> on, the, on the forum, mate, wouldn't it, Alston Mipra? Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah. That's Saturday's games, uh, three o'clock kickoff. Um, oh, just looking at who else is playing elsewhere in in the southwest in that league. Barnes to a home to Bridgewater. That'll be an interesting one, wouldn't it? Um, oh yeah, it'll be third or oh, fifth against third. So um, be uh, interesting yeah. to see the outcome of that game. League games midweek on Tuesday involving our Cornish side Salt Ash are away to Brixham and. Um, <laughs> Uh, a 7.45 kick-off, Falmouth home to Torpoint, which um, yes. 
it's a nice game, mate, isn't it? Yeah, hopefully I shall get along to that one and uh, take a look at that. Um, oh, that, yeah. oh, that, yeah. I'm not planning these fixtures. I'm watching these games. I'm watching very well because yeah. that means I, I've sort of penciled in farm with Honiton on Saturday in the FA Vars. And I've just realised right, I'm yeah. going in, going to be watching Farmouth again on Tuesday, but. Um, more so because it's yeah. an all Cornish affair against Tor Points. So, uh, exactly, Deeks. Uh, you, you never get enough of Beckland Park, mate. Never <laughs> get enough. <laughs> no, I am scored there. So, uh, have you? I think I might have had a few there, Deeks. <laughs> Touch wood. Uh, <laughs> if there should be anyone listening to this who is wondering why we keep going on about whether we scored there or, or wherever, how many goals have you scored in your playing days? Uh, 2000, well, competitive, Deeks, 2012, mate. 2012. But probably about right. 3000, mate, yeah, if you include <laughs> all the friendly. Yeah, right, okay. I'm not going to tell you how many I've scored, but um, not quite as many as that. You could do things that I can do, though, Deeks, to be fair, <laughs> like like tackle and, <laughs> and pass the ball, and pass the ball. Yeah, but, well, you, you probably never wanted to pass it, did you? Especially if you're in the penalty, no, no, no. In the penalty not area. Not really, yeah, I did go a bit deaf around the area, mate. I did, to be honest. Right. And when's your book coming out? When's your book coming out? Yeah, yeah. I spoke to Mike actually yesterday, Dick. So I'm, I'm, I'm meeting him at the Alverton Manor, Dick, for a, for a coffee on the um, what was it, mate? The fifth of September was right. it, or the 9th of September? So um, apparently they're they've all been printed, Dick. Just waiting for delivery, mate. And uh, so I'm, I think I'm. Meeting Mike there, mate, to sort out, you know, what we're sort of going to do about it and all, mate, really. So, so yeah, soon, Dick, really. Good, I think good. probably by the end of um, September, yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll definitely post you one, mate, after after all the Cornish soccers you've sent me, <laughs> mate, magazine. So I'll stick one straight in the post to you, mate. I, I'm concerned you're meeting with Mike that you actually turn up on the right date. So you better find out whether it is the 5th or the 9th. Otherwise... Yeah, I, I, I have got it in my diary, mate. We, we, yeah, we did change it because of my nights, mate. Obviously, I'm not I'm not the easiest person to, to book a time with, am I, mate, with my, my, my work in life. But yeah, a bit of a vampire, mate, and I? A bit of a vampire. <laughs> okay. Just just to finish off the fixtures coming up in the Western League, uh, like I said, Tuesday, Falmouth are home to Tor Point, and on Wednesday, St. Blasey travelled to Buckland. So, uh, nice Ooh, little great. midweek trip for them. Yeah, yeah. Lovely uh, lovely venue for a mate when they get up there, Diggs, isn't it? True. We all make Willsies there now, Diggs, at Buckland. Yeah, See, they're having yeah, a bit of an up and down season, though, aren't they? They are a little bit, mate, aren't they? Yeah, I haven't really spoke to him in detail about it, like, but, but yeah, he said he's um, good to see him involved, though. Deeks, you know, all that experience he's got, two goal Wembley FA Vaz hero Diggs, wasn't he? Wills he, mate? But you know what a what a player he was, mate, for sure. But but yeah, well, what a player in in, in general, mate. Great player, great bloke as well, Diggs. But yeah, he's up there helping Orty now. Yeah, bit of a bit of a sort of um, weird start to the season, mate. And they sort of going out the cup to mm. Oakhampton. I think Phil mentions that, mate, doesn't he later on? But yeah, yeah, I, I would have fancied them to go through in that one, Diggs. But yeah, not the start they would have wanted. You know, I suppose, mate. But you know, long way to go, though, Deeks. And I suppose, you know, can it's not even worth looking at league tables, is it, Deeks? At the minute, probably oh, too I'll, early, I'll, isn't I'll, it? I'll close down my computer then. Okay. 
<laughs> yeah, what do they say? Make ten games in, don't they? Not worth looking until ten games in. But but it is nice to see our, you know, like you say, make two Cornish teams at the top of the Western League, leagues, isn't it? Yeah, to be fair. It's nice. Is that a Mosul supporter you've got in the background there or what? Yeah, sorry, mate. I've got the old patio door open, mate. Uh, trying to wake myself up a bit with a bit of fresh air. But right. yeah, there's a few seagulls uh, going over, mate. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Paddy, don't get older one, mate, in a minute. <laughs> Paddy is a cat, by the way. So <laughs> Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah. Right. Now, yeah. you, you touched on O'Campton and their FA Cup success. Let's find out more from the Southwest Peninsula League secretary and our regular contributor, Phil Hiscox. Well, good news on the FA Cup front, Phil. Yes, yes. And uh, I managed to go to the, the game that didn't produce, produce the result and not go to the game that did. But, you know, that's all this. <laughs> I was at um, Buckland on Saturday. Um, Oakhampton played very well. It was a very late equaliser. But to be fair, they were knocking on the door quite heavily for it. So it wasn't a great surprise when it came. Mm. And then they got to play under floodlights, but in the FA Cup, not in the league. Yes, and uh, and Julie won 2-1. Um, cracking result, really, isn't it? To be honest, because Buckland are, are well, quite rightly well regarded as, as a top Western League Premier side. They're not, you know, and also ran. Um, so that, that's a cracking result. And, and a fairly kind draw in the grand scheme of things. In the, the, the first qualifying rounds, the Step 3 teams like Parkway and Tiverton joined that competition, and they've, they've managed to get a home dry tie with another step five side All right. which is Highworth Town who play in the Hellenic League right so um, well be interesting to see uh, how they get on when's that tie due to be played next Saturday as in Saturday the 2nd of September not not the Saturday yeah. tomorrow but next Saturday yeah. soon, um, soon I mean, comes around it, doesn't it, it in the FA Cup uh, it's, it's it's very difficult Oakhampton in the league have played one and lost one and look near very near the bottom of the table uh, but they spent the first Saturday in the FA Cup. Uh, the first midweek, their league game was postponed for an FA Cup replay. They played the one league game the second Saturday. Last Saturday, they were back in the FA Cup. They had their midweek game postponed because they drew. <laughs> uh, this Saturday, they're in the FA Vars. And next Saturday, they're back in the FA Cup again. Right. <laughs> FA Cup. And as you say, next to bottom, I mean, relegation could be on. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wish them the best of luck in the FA Cup. Obviously, we chat about that a bit more next week. But um, you, you yep. mentioned FA Vars and there's loads of ties this Saturday. But before that... Where have you been uh, watching, or where else have you been watching games this week? Yeah, so I've had just fairly quiet week this week, three games. I was at, uh, obviously, at Buckland on Saturday. Tuesday night, a little nip over the border to Launceston versus Holsworthy. Uh, late drama there. Uh, Holsworthy equalising, by my watch, 89, and scoring the winner, 92. Yeah. Uh, Launceston, I would imagine, would be a bit gutted, because not only would they one nil up, but they'd, they'd hit the woodwork, they'd had a penalty saved, they'd had chances to... to sort of put the game to bed mm. and I suppose ultimately that they got they got paid the price for not having done so yeah if you don't put the ball in the back of the net you never quite know no. do you what might happen no I mean if you scored that penalty then that that, that first goal is a consolation isn't it rather than yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Wednesday night uh, again late drama I went to Ivorybridge versus Bobby Tracy two of the unbeaten sides in the east playing each other um, didn't have a goal until the 89th minute. Uh, Ivory took the lead. 
Uh, and then in stoppage time, Bobby Tracy's sort of mad, frantic Golmo scramble prodded home for 1-1. So they, they both retain their unbeaten tag. Yeah. And Bobby Tracy already the draw specialist. Yes, three draws already <laughs> out of five. <laughs> yeah, and um, the 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 top of the table in the east has got a slightly. Am I right in saying it's got a slightly different look to it at the moment? I suppose it has, but I say partly because we, some teams, you know, like, like uh, Oakhampton, you expect to be up there, um, are behind on their league fixtures. So it does take a while to settle down, doesn't it? But mm. um, yeah, yeah. It, it's good to see. Some different teams there, though. Bridport certainly, um, uh, you know, they're, they're top of the table. And obviously they came into us last season on, on the back of being relegated from step five. And they had a pretty awful start to last season. I think picked up a bit during the season, but but they were always bottom half because of the start they had. Um, and yeah, so it, it, it's, it's good to see different teams up there. Yeah. Meanwhile, in the West, of course, it's goals galore for St. Austell, isn't it? They tw- oh, absolutely. 27 absolutely. they've got now in six games. So, uh, and yes. I, I yeah. did. I did Fairly mild this week, only scoring two. <laughs> yes, and one of those was right at the end of the game, wasn't it? So, and I, I did. Um, I had a quick look. Adam Carter, he is actually the. He's already the leading goal scorer, the, uh, the, the all time leading goal scorer, isn't yes. he, of the league? So, yes. he's. he's yes. He's adding to he's that tally. Back to make, yeah, he's coming back to make sure that that, that tally is is a little, little less surmountable for anybody else, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm giving a few more. That's right, <laughs> yes. that's right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so St. Austell top, um, Wadebridge second, and Holsworthy third. Um, Holsworthy yeah. seemed to have, uh, well, as we watched them on Tuesday, they seemed to have uh, made the jump over to the West uh, quite comfortable, haven't they? Yeah, indeed so. Indeed so. I mean, it's um, with the exception of, of, of getting tranched at this guard, the, the other four games they picked up something from. And, you know, last season they were just above Elmore, who got relegated. So they were, they were fairly, you know, pretty low in the, the East table last season. They wouldn't have, but yeah, they weren't entitled to be relegated. They, you know, they weren't mm. that bad, but <laughs> but they were certainly only one place above those that were. Yeah. And yeah. nowadays, uh, obviously, with well, a load of the Cornish teams going up into the Western League. Um, the, the the chat down here is that the West, well, the West isn't as good as it used to be, which is understandable when you, you know, a lot of the best teams Absolutely. have gone. But the, the overall standard, the, the, I keep hearing this thing about, oh, you know, the, the standard is pretty low. But with promotion and relegation, you know, the Western League's bound to be better than the, or should be better can, than the police. Yeah, can, can I can I make a make a good point on that? I think so. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Um, when the Peninsula League was formed, and you had not just the Cornish teams, your, your Mausels, Helstons, Falmouths, uh, Salt Ashes, but also Devon teams like Buckland, Tavistock, Parkway, Exmouth, um, that step six division in the Peninsula League was quite clearly the strongest step six league in the country. Uh, regularly showed in, in FA Vars results, like, for example, that when St. Austell and Tor Point reached the latter stages. Um, and it was artificially high in standards for step six. What I would say now has happened, particularly in the Cornish division, not maybe not quite as pr- pronounced in the West East division just yet, it's because the best clubs have gone up, they're now playing at step five, or in the case of Tavistock, Partway, Exmouth and Mausel at step four, or Partway mm. step three even, aren't they now? Yeah. Um, so that, you know, they're going to go up 
uh, through the systems. And you, you have to be fairly confident that the, the, the Devon and Cornwall teams are not going to be far away each season in the West Western League Premier. So, you know, you, you would think there would be more clubs going to the Southern League uh, in the next few years. Um, so that... That has reduced the standard of our step six, but you have to. I, my point would be two points really. One, that we are step six, uh, and comparative standards should be set. For example, when we're looking at the VARs against our results against other step six teams, mm-hmm. whereas in the past we were always sort of punching our weight above step five teams. Uh, although that said, we've just talked about O'Counter beating Buckland, yeah. we? so yeah. we, we can still have our days against Step yeah. Five. But 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 you know the bread and butter is the comparison, not with Step Five, but with Step Six. And the other point, and this one is the one that perhaps grates my gears a little bit when people talk about less lowering their standards, is we don't get, uh, and this is the clubs as well as the league and and the county FAs and the FA, we don't get credit for the fact that none of this sort of revolution in in terms of teams playing at step five and step four and step three uh, and progressing up through the leagues would have happened had it not been for the Peninsula League um, being formed in 2007, becoming part of the National League system, invoking ground standards and and people having to put up floodlights. Torpoint, for example, in 2007 didn't even have floodlights. Did they not? Let alone... No, no, they were a non-floodlit club when the league started. Right. Um, so, and certainly people like Mouse and Helston certainly didn't have floodlights. No. In fact, they weren't even in the... Uh, you know, no. Hel- were taken from the Cornwall Combination League to play in our Step 7 division when that league started. <laughs> so, so, you know, the, the, the strength of the league is not just the playing standard now, but it's how it pre- develops and promotes football across the region. Um, and I am very proud of our record. And, and like I say, none of these clubs, with the exception of Truro City and Tiverton Town, there is not a club in Devon and Cornwall playing above Step 6 that hasn't benefited from having gone up through the Peninsula League in terms of ground standards and the opportunities to, to be promoted. Mm. So you they are grated my gears. <laughs> well, grated your gears, and you and you rightly sound very proud. So, uh, well done. Absolutely, well Absolutely. done. I, and I have no problem. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 on the one hand, it is disappointing when you hear all oh, the standards not as good. But yeah, you, know, you have to look and say, well, you wouldn't have this other level of football. I, I, I was a little bit hurt with a comment on on the forum, Cornish Soccer Forum where somebody described the Peninsula League as the pub league. And I thought, well, wait a minute, all of you came through it. Yeah. You know, don't, don't try that one on me. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's say your mousels actually were bottom one year <laughs> of, of the Step 7 League. Um, uh, you know, Tavistock, who are now at Southern League, they were relegated from the Peninsula yes, League Premier to Peninsula League East at Step 7. So, you know, We've got a long history of of having these clubs, developing them on and off the pitch. Um, And that's why I would say football in Cornwall, in terms of the National League system, has never been a better place. You know, you've got Mousel now in the Southern League. I think in the next two or three years, there'll be several others in the Southern League. 
Uh, and perhaps in a couple of years' time, people will be saying, oh, the Western League isn't as good as standard it used to be because they're all in Southern League. It's all in Southern yeah, League. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's, that <laughs> yeah. will definitely happen. I can tell you, I can guarantee yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and absolutely. that's how it should yeah. be, isn't it? I mean, promotion, and that's relegation. How it should be. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, But equally, uh, and we, we, met, we touched on Bridport, didn't we, earlier? Yeah. Equally, we still have a place for those clubs who, who have struggled at that standard you know, for whatever mm. reason, financial reasons, playing standards or stuff, we're here for them um, to re- you know, to play their football and regroup. And, and if they go on back to where they came from in, in years to come, so well. Yeah. So be it. Well, I certainly did grate your gears there a bit, didn't I? So, you did. Uh, you yes. did. I was glad, I'm happy now. I've got that off my chest. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Now, FA Vars. Let's, let's move on swiftly. Um, FA Vars and... Um, well, my favourite competition. Yes, I, I think we all love the FA Vans. It's um, well, yeah. I, being totally biased. Cornwall, come on, you Cornwall clubs. We could do with a decent season after the last couple. We are not being so yes. good for the Prince. Yeah, again, clubs, I mean, that, that East West, of course, East versus West argument from last season. You see, <laughs> yeah. um, the two teams, the two teams that were exempt from their pro because of their progress last season were Devon clubs. Brixham don't join until the second round proper because of what they did last season. And Bobby Tracy are the only side on Saturday that weren't relying on the luck of the draw, that they're exempt from this round and the next round because of you know how they did last season. And we, we want more clubs to reach those latter stages and be exempt. Yeah. Not least of all, because I can rearrange them league games. <laughs> Although I do, I, I feel a bit sorry for those Vaz clubs that have done well the previous season. They don't get in until, say, the second round. And then they lose, the you know, their first attempt in the competition. You know, the the, the love of the Vaz is gone yes. instantly, isn't it? So uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And some of them, of course, um, you know, will make the point as well that they don't get the chance to pick up the prize money. Oh, exactly. That's right. So I'm not so yeah. sure it's a it's a it's an a it's a reward for success of previous season. I'm not so sure about that, but anyway. But no, um, no. Uh, looking at the ties, I mean, I reckon we've got um, probably two all Cornish, one all Devon, and then uh, three sort of all Peninsula League ties. All yeah. the rest of the ties yeah. involve um, clubs uh, uh, matches against clubs from other leagues. So. Is yeah, there a tie yeah. that sort of stands out for you at all or not? Um, I'd have to say I wasn't overly infused by this range draw. Like you said, there's, there's perhaps too many internal ties, I suppose. And those people that like a good day out, there aren't too many of those. Although uh, I suppose Waybridge going to Bishop Sutton, that, that's a day out. And in the East, Torridge side off to Cheddar, that's a day out. Uh, and I know from a, a, a angle at my end that Honors and Town who are making their debut in the Vars that they don't necessarily expect to get anything out of Falmouth <laughs> but, they're, but they're having a coach and they're going to treat it as a good day out and it's their debut and they'll enjoy the occasion Right, uh, and, and sometimes that's what it's about as well isn't it for a club like Honors and making their debut um, and, and Bude they make their debut as well uh, they're at Bishop's Lydiard, so they're, they're travelling out of Cornwall through Devon and just into Somerset. Yeah, so hopefully they'll make a day of it. I was hoping to speak to yeah. Ben Potter, but he was too busy, so uh, couldn't couldn't yeah. get that conversation. But but so uh, Honiton and Bude are um, debutants. Um, everyone else, and as are yeah, Torridge side who are at Cheddar, right? And there's one other, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on. Um, so, so, who's the other one? 
No. Oh, obviously, Bishop's the. Are you sure there's someone else? I'm sure there was. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Ah, oh, oh, Clemson. Oh, Clemson. Of course, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, because they put the lights up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've already mentioned their FA Cup exploits. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, they've got the very odd thing that they're away to Wellington who share with cricket, which means that actually that particular tie is being played at Tiverson Town. <laughs> <laughs> How could we forget all that? So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, now, we, we touched on it the last couple of weeks ago uh, that Penzance don't enter the competition. Um, yep. From my angle in Cornwall, Mullion obviously have only just got lights, so presumably Mullion could have squeezed in, but probably came, we're putting the lights up in March. Whereas Bude were switched on enough to fill the form in as they put theirs up, Mullion uh, didn't. Right. So I'm, I'm hoping Mullion will, will rectify that next year. Right. Um, Sticker and Penzance would be entitled to enter, but choose not to. Uh, and of course, true reserves are not entitled to enter. Yeah, and Sir Dennis, they, uh, they don't, they're not in it. Okay. Yeah, Sir Dennis, they don't choose. Uh, and then also looking at this Saturday, Newquay and Wendron are in the competition, but receive luck of the draw buys, as did <laughs> Cullumpton and Torrington. Right. Okay. There are in some parts of the country, all the spaces for the Vars are filled up, but because geographically we perhaps got less space, less clubs than like the Midlands or London. Um, there's always a handful of buys on on the luck of the draw, and let's say this year, Columpton, Newquay, Torrington, and Wendron received those. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, well, are you taking in the Vars game this side? I am. I am. I am taking. I think um, of the domestic ones, probably the tie of the round, uh, and that's a curse of it, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Crediton, who've had a pretty good sort of 18 mm-hmm. months in the East Division, at home to Liscard, who, who are obviously one of the stronger West side. So um, uh, that will be a real test for either, and, and that's you know, the beauty of, of it, is it? to play teams they don't normally play, um, and I wouldn't like to call it, because they're, they're both, you know, both been very successful the last sort of 12, 18 months. Right. Okay. So uh, um, let's put the kibosh on that game for sure. Um, which mm. leads me on to my next That'll question. That'll be nil-nil and penalties then. Well, well, I was about to say, what happens if it's level at 90 minutes? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I mean, you really are grating my gears this morning, Mr. <laughs> D. Uh, another another sore subject. I mean, after COVID, they, they did away with replays in the VARs. And I, I can live with that because there is a lot of fixture uh, chaos. And there's the cost sometimes, you know. So, for example, we have Honiston score an equaliser at Falmouth. Falmouth probably wouldn't be too appreciative of having to go to Hon on Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, but So I can live with the no replays. I, I just can't understand why they also did away with extra time mm-hmm. um you know in that situation you know falmouth scramble a last minute equalizer against Holland on saturday why can't they play another half an hour bickland's park's pitch will be fine the lights don't need to come on mm. honestly have traveled all that way you know what why do we have to go straight to penalties yeah the fa are a bit of a spoil sport with that um yeah that, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, situation, and the other one that always causes an issue, uh, and I, I know it's already had a problem in the FA Cup elsewhere in the country, uh, and it's a reminder to anybody listening, the substitutes are three from seven. So on the one hand, you can name two more subs than you do in the in league games, but you can actually play two less. Huh. 
Um, yeah, I, th- I think uh, it's. Yeah. I, I think it was. I can't remember who the opposition was, but it's Camelford against someone last season. I think in the Vars, and the, mm. the the opposition were about to bring on a, another sub, but then mm. realised that, that they couldn't. Yeah, so. and we've had one in the FA Cup already this season where a referee has got told off, and the games had to be restaged because they have allowed a fourth or a fifth sub during the game. Oh yeah, it's St. Blasey. It was up at Camelford last season. I think it was last season. Mm. Might have been season before. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. So lots of ties and obviously, um, um, well, we're wishing all our Peninsula clubs the best of luck uh, in those. Can I just ask you, where is Hamble Club? Where are they based? Uh, Bridport, for some reason, in the geographical pots, Bridport, I suppose, because they're Dorset, are always put in with the pot with the Wessex League teams rather Ah, than the Western League teams. Right. Uh, So it's sort of Wessex League territory. Sounds as if it should be a, a, a... Sailing club or something rather than a football I've got team. A funny feeling, I, I, and I'm, somebody will correct me on this, but I'm pretty sure they used to be called Fallen Sports. Right. Uh, and it's an aircraft factory uh, that then closed down, and oh. it's in the area of Hamble, so they changed their name. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. I, I think I've probably grated your gears enough today, Phil, haven't I? You have. You yeah. have this morning. You have, yes. Oh, oh yes. I suppose uh, any midweek games? You've taken in any midweek games? Yes, well, with a bank holiday weekend, uh, I've got a couple of Southern League games actually. Ah, um, and yeah, me, Rapper yes. will be well pleased. Uh, <laughs> I'm on Friday night Cribs versus Bristol Manor I've never been to Cribs, so I'm doing a bit of ground hopping Friday night. Right. Uh, Monday, Exmouth versus Biddeford is my sort of local Southern League game, and then next midweek, Tuesday, I haven't been to Dartmouth. They've got Bobby Tracy, and Wednesday. Probably Columpton versus Crediton. Right. So staying in Devon. Yeah. So. Well, Sigvis Guard on Saturday. That's my Cornish interest. Ah, right. Okay. Fair enough. Right. Yep. What colours do Crediton play in? Uh, yellow and blue. So I'm guessing this guard will probably have to change from their all blue or certainly bits of it. Right. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Phil. Um, I think we've touched on pretty much. Uh, all we uh, need to and we've grated your gears sufficiently so that you can enjoy the rest of the day I will indeed so <laughs> yeah I like, I like Phil's point Dix about um, about our teams you know punching above their weight you know a few seasons back you know like you said we always overachieve mate don't we in the Vaz and, and quite regularly in the FA Cup Dix and you know I know we did back in my day Dix you know at the teams in the Southwestern League we always used to beat Western League sides, mate, you know, quite regularly. And and like Phil said, mate, the Southwest Peninsula League since it started in 2007, I think, Dick's on it, you know, it's, it's provided a platform for those teams to progress, you know, up, up the ladder, Dick's on it. I mean, all this crap, mate. I don't know what you think about it, Dick's your opinion, but, you know, I've read about all this rubbish about the standard and, you know, you know, try and get a team together and play Liscor or Wendronet, you know, when they're in full flow, Dicks. And I think you'll have a hard game, mate, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, all these people saying it in a good start. You know, try playing against these lads, mate, you know. And there's plenty of good sides still, mate, in the Southwest Peninsula League and, and plenty of good football played, mate, that, that we've watched over the last few seasons. So, and, uh, you know... F- I, I totally agree with Phil, mate. You know, it, it's still a good league, mate, to play in. is a good standard. And and obviously, you know, inevitably, Dix, you're going to get a, a slight drop, aren't you, while, while our teams are doing so well mm. and going up through the pyramid, Dix, aren't you? So, and a nice game for Phil, mate. Credit and V-List score, mate. That'll be, a, that'll be a good one, mate, you know. 5-4. <laughs> 
Five four with Phil there, I reckon. Five four, five, four and let's go. <laughs> right. Come on, the Blues. <laughs> well, there's plenty of goals yeah. around. I think that's one of the things that people automatic, automatically think the standard isn't good because there's some high scoring games. But um, yeah, but I don't know what they expect. I mean, after all, the promotion and relegation system means that the better teams will inevitably go up. Um, exactly, and with so many of them going out in one go there a couple of years ago, well, they lost a lot of clubs, didn't they? So, yeah, to yeah. call it a pub league, I think is people. You know, let's be fair. There's a lot of yeah. people on the Cornwall Football Forum who just go on yeah. there to wind other people up. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, mate. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree, dude. So, I think it's, I still think it's a cracking league, mate, and. You know, plenty of good sides in there, Deeks, isn't it, to watch, mate? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, well, one of those sides at the moment, if you're talking goals, it's got to be St. Austell, isn't it? Um, last Saturday, 6-0 up there at Callington. Uh, um, yeah. and, and two players with hat-tricks. Don't see that yeah, very often, do No, exactly, Deeks. So, yeah, it doesn't say that, mate. I mean, you know, 6-0, you, you'd expect courts to get a hat-trick, mate, wouldn't you, out of that lot, but... But not so much George Maris, mate. No. Yeah, well done, George, mate. Although one, for was, him. was one, I uh, did look at the goals, was one straight yeah. from a corner? Oh, was it, or, mate? Or very, know. very close <clears throat> to the sort of corner <clears throat> area. Um, yeah. One of those that floated in over everyone, over the goalie as well, yeah. into the far corner of the net. So, uh, yeah, but, yeah. They all, you know, they all count no matter what. Where you is that, from. is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, mate. I've never seen a bad goal, Deeks. Have you? I've never scored a bad <laughs> goal. No, well, I haven't. But uh, where's the furthest out that you've scored from? Oh, I've had a couple of halfway line jobs, Deeks. I think I had three actually that season. I scored seventy nine for Trispan, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a few. I was just, I was just having a shot from everywhere, mate. Because you know, Trispan's pitch, Deeks. I mean, I know you've been there, mate. It's a bit of a slope, isn't it, yeah, mate? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So whenever we was kicking down towards the clubhouse, mate, and a little bit of breeze behind, I'd always have a crack from the halfway line, mate. I remember one game, Deeks. I think it's Snives. St. Ice Mariners was it Dixon we was um, sorry mate Penwith Exiles Dixon. and uh, they had a keeper mate a blonde big blonde lad he's about 6 foot 5 and he was only out on about his penalty spot and I said to Stu Williams um, I said Stu just roll it mate he goes you ain't gonna have a shot surely I said, he said look at him he's, he's taller than Van der Soor <laughs> so, but I said yeah I said yeah but he dropped a couple of crosses in the first half mate and he goes oh that's a joke he goes, he goes don't bother having a shot from now, I said, just roll it in front of me, and he rolled it. Deeks, I had a shot, and it clipped the underside of the bar on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best one I've ever scored, mate, from the halfway line. He goes, I can't believe that. Yeah, the cheek of it, like, but, but yeah, I think you know when they're not expecting it, Deeks, you know, it's worth a crack, mate. Isn't it? If a keeper's hanging around yeah. on the edge of his box, yeah. worth a crack, isn't it? Wow, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, so. Plenty of goals to to talk about in the uh, peninsula last Saturday, and uh, well, there's also uh, what, six sides that didn't actually score at all. So um, I think that, yeah. that's what makes it worse that or look worse, isn't it? When you know you get yeah. you get a one sided result. Um, 
But uh, yeah, still still six nil against Callington. Uh, that wasn't the biggest win of the day. Uh, the biggest no. win was Liscard obviously beating Holsworthy eight nil. No hat tricks in that one, but um, three, yeah. three players got two apiece. Can you name them? Oh, I, oh, I could have done Dick. So I did. I did have a quick look at that, mate. Actually, um, when it happened, because because I was a bit shocked, Dick. I don't know if you noticed with that one. Um, DJ was on the bench, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I noticed. I don't that. know if Gilby was just. Yeah, I don't know if he had a knock or or. Uh, but I, I just thought, like you know, as a striker, mate, I thought, oh, DJ, you know, be gutted like to be on the bench in a game you won eight 0 But I, I did notice he come on and scored two, didn't he? Yeah. So right. yeah, Dan so, got yeah, Dan sure got was. two goals. Jared Woods and Max yeah. Gilbert were the other two to get two. Ah, uh, yeah, so, uh, had to be Max, mate, didn't he? Yeah. He's scoring some goals, isn't he, for midfield? That's, that's right. So. <laughs> So, Tuesday. Now, Tuesday we saw a game at, or I saw a game at Penny Gillum. Lanson won, Holsworthy two. Um, well, shall we hear from both camps on this yeah. match? Post-match interviews, uh, starting with Lanson's summer signing, Andy Watkins. And then we get the thoughts of Holsworthy's manager, Ryan Hall. How a game can change in five minutes. Yeah, to be to be honest, I just said to the gaffer then they they probably deserve something out of that. I think they had a a lot of chances first half and it was coming. We, we were pushing a bit of naivety at the end, two set pieces. Um, I, if I'm honest, I could see an equaliser coming, but I didn't think they'd get the win. Um, but it's got to be a learning curve now. We've got to go in there. We've got to set it right. We've got a big game Saturday in the, in the in the FA Vars, um, and and you know the boys come a long way. They've come a long way from where they were last year. Um, we've got a good group of lads in there, a good young group of lads, and, and there's some very good players in there who, who will go places. So um, I've got no doubt we'll get it right. It's just those those little bits to, to manage a game at the end. Yeah, first half finished nil-nil half-time, I thought, that which probably a fair scoreline at the time. But it came out second half, you were all over them. Yeah, we just had a little chat at half-time. I think we were trying to play... Um, a little bit too much at times and we tried to go a little bit more direct second half try and get it in behind them we felt that's where we could threaten them a little bit more and, and that showed um, obviously we got the pen and didn't convert that and we, I think once we once we got the first we probably needed to go on and get a second and we had some good chances um, it was just a shame we didn't take it and, and, and fair play to holes at the end they kept going and made some subs at the end and that ultimately changed the game for them Great goal you got, um, Joe Monday the scorer, but your assist and uh, well straight up in the middle of the pitch, wasn't it? Yeah, I think uh, I sort of had a little, slightly different role today. We're missing a few, so I played in the hole a little bit more today. Um, didn't get a lot of the ball, if I'm honest, but that one time I did. Yeah, a nice little turn and put Joe in, and he's, he's a great finisher. So when he went through, I had no doubt he took it. And some young players in your side. Joe's one of them. Yeah, some some very young players. Um, I don't like saying it, but people keep reminding me that the combined age of the uh, centre-halves are younger than me still. So um, we've got 16, 17, 18-year-olds in there. So, you know, they're, they're boys, really. Um, and a lot of them are playing at a good level at a young age, and, and they will be good players. It's just ironing out those little mistakes at the minute to, to make them into into fine players, which which they will be in the, in the, in the near months and, and years. And you mentioned the FA Vars coming up on Saturday. Will those young players that are half your age know that you're an FA Vars winner? Probably not, no. I'm sure I'll remind them on Saturday, but um, obviously that was a very long time ago and it'd be nice to get a win. I think the, the winner goes to Torrington and that'll be a nice away day. So, And obviously it'll get a few quid for the, for the club as well. So um, Launton's a brilliant, well-run well club. Obviously I've lived in Launton all my life and it's just nice to give a little bit back now towards the, the back end of my career. So... 
hopefully we have a, a, a nice little run in that and, and more importantly when, when we get back to the league is, is put it right and, and try and get some more points on the board and the back end of your career but um, I'm assuming you're still enjoying it Yes, although not so much tonight. Uh, my first game on Saturday for a, a month. I've been on honeymoon for three weeks, so Saturday and then a game three days later was was a bit of a tall ask. And yeah, leg, legs were heavy, legs were tired today. So um, I think I managed about seventy. But if I'm honest, I was yes, yeah, the legs were uh, not not feeling that good towards the end of the game. No, and I mentioned the rapper about the fact that you actually went on honeymoon in the football season but he did tell me that you told him it was the first time for many a year well uh, first time in over 20 years you know I, n- I never ever miss miss games but I suppose when you get married you have to make some sacrifices so but now it's brilliant Lo- lovely lovely place wouldn't, wouldn't have changed it um, obviously got into miss the first game and a shame the boys didn't get a, a point after again two late goals so obviously we need to put something right in those last 10 minutes to, to see out games better uh, all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, Dave. Cheers. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yeah, just spoken to Andy Watkins and uh, suggested how how can a game turn in five minutes, and it certainly did for your favour, didn't it? Yeah, it absolutely did. Yeah, we um, really struggled to get going in the second half. Um, and Launson put us under a lot of pressure went a lot went really quite direct and we couldn't really deal with it um, and yeah they had a penalty which was saved well by our keeper and then yeah scored their goal which they, they thoroughly deserved to be brutally honest um, but we kept going we came on strong the last sort of 10-15 minutes um, and then once we got one I always felt the momentum was going to change and, and then the tide did and uh, yeah we got, the, we got the winner in the last sort of I think it was 91st minute we scored so um, yeah right to death so it was pleasing to see our lads carry on and go especially after the result on Saturday it was really important and then we bounced back tonight um, yeah, and got the result, which we did. So, yeah, brilliant. And you're smiling. Who got your goals? Um, first goal was through Harry Stevens, um, and then the winner came at the end through Jed Pesky, who's the captain. And the, the game as a whole, well, it was high tempo for most of the match, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really good tempo. I thought first half, I thought we played really well first half. Um, we didn't really create anything. didn't really open them up. Um, but limited limited them to one really spectacular effort from Andy Watkins sort of within the first 10 minutes but other than that I thought we looked quite good we moved the ball really well um, it was just that sort of final pass in and around the box that we just couldn't quite like put together um, but other than that well, yeah I, I was really impressed with it um, I was impressed with Launceston as well I thought they were very good um, but second half we just didn't we just didn't come out they upped the tempo second half definitely and, and really put us under the cosh and we, we, yeah, we couldn't really deal with it um, so it's definitely something that we're going to look at on Thursday um, with a veer and everything like that so yeah definitely it was um, yeah tough game tough game and you're back in the in the west playing the yes, South West football this season uh, early days I know is it any different from playing in the east um, not really a lot different um, the standards uh, I like, teams want to pass it a little bit more at this level um, or this side shall I say um, more than the east the east is very direct um, and something that we really struggle with as you can see from our side we're, we're quite a young bunch to be honest and the the long ball used to catch us out quite a bit um, but on the west side the teams pass the ball a little bit more which kind of suits us um, certainly suits the way that we want to play football that's, that's how we want to play so um, yeah, it's, it's been good so far, so good. I mean, 10 points out of the opening games, uh, you know, I'd have bitten your hand off at the, at the start of the season if you offered that to me. So, um, you know, and bar Liscard last Saturday, which was a bit of a an eye-opener, um, I think, yeah, we've, we've done quite well, to be fair. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, we're, the boys are enjoying it. It's a, it's a good challenge. So no surprise Liscard have been tipped as one of the favourites? No, honestly, on Saturday, they were absolutely brilliant. I don't think they could have played better if they tried. I mean, we were poor, but... 
you, you can't take anything away from them. They were unbelievable. Um, some of the goals that they scored were they probably could have had their own goal of the season competition in uh, in in one game. To be honest, and it, yeah, it, it was a good eye opener for our lads. So they'll learn a lot from that. Um, certainly, the players that that Liscard have got. You know, our young lads would like to model themselves on. To be honest, they they were a credit to the club, their club, and uh, yeah, gave us a bit, gave us a bit of the runaround. To be honest, but it showed tonight that you can, well, you can play for ninety five minutes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That was the most impressive thing for us. Really, we we can keep going, and and that's the beauty of having the youngsters there. You know, they're they're fit. You know, they want to keep going, and you know, the use of the bench is really important as well. We've got we had five lads that we brought on who were all chomping at the bit to try and play. So. It, yeah, that's the challenge. Well, we didn't have that last year. We didn't have that competition. So it, it's it's really important. It's important for the players that are playing that they know they've got people chomping at the chomping at the bit to get them on, and the ones that are coming on are doing the business as well. So I think that had a bit of big effect towards the end of the game, certainly. Um, but yeah, no, it's really good. No doubt, rapper, you got something to say about Andy Watkins? Yeah, class, mate. Any what Odiks? I. You know, watched a lot of that Toro team, mate. You know, they, they, you know, well, it's like you did, mate. They, I've got fond memories, mate, of like Watto and Yetz, mate, and you <laughs> up front for Toro and and Willsey, you know, midfield, and you know, Jake and well, all the lads, mate, Gozzi and all that side, mate. You know, Oops was there, Lenny, manager, Deeks, Webby was there, mate. A lot, a lot of good old mates at Toro, but but yeah, I mean. You know what those classics, and he not not. I mean, it's nice to see the improvement, like we were saying, mate, in Launceston. They're making digs, you know, and and it's great for the young lads, mate, to learn off the likes of like Neil, you know, Watto and Spider digs. I mean, mm. couldn't be better for them, to be honest, digs. Could it, lads that have, well, they've been there and done it, so to speak, digs. And they got the t-shirt and they bags of experience for for those young lads to draw on, mate. And, you know, I remember being a teenager at Nuki Dig, you know, just, just learning off Graham Nichols, mate, you know, like 16, you know, just watching mm-hmm. Nixie play Dicks. And then I went to Toro, you know, when Mass come out of league football Dicks, you know, remember when Mass come? And he was the same, mate, you know, just trying to pick up little tips off, off Mass and all, mate. You, you don't realise how much you learn, mate. You know, I mean, for, for, for the young lads like... You know, the Launceston lads, mate, it's gold dust, you know, for them to be playing with a player like Watto really digs, you know, so early in their careers. And, you know, they'll learn hell of a lot from that, mate. So, you know, I hope Launceston continue to improve, mate. I mean, unlucky you have a night digs, isn't it? You know, 1 0 up with two minutes to go and, and lose 2 1. That's a bit of a stinger, isn't it? Yeah. For them, but. Yeah. As you say, let's hope they, um, you know, sort of remember the good bits and just. Yeah. just concentration perhaps um for well these days is 95 minutes or so isn't it i, I was yeah. i was thinking uh uh during the week uh, in fact on the wednesday when i watched uh, waybridge and yuki i think there was about was it about not uh seven oh I forget now about eight minutes of added on time I should have kept a note, really, of, of every game I watched this season to see which game has the most added-on minutes. But, yeah. uh, but there's certainly going to be longer games, and they they have to concentrate, don't oh, they, for, yeah. the, for the whole for the whole time? That's the thing. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Holsworthy, uh, Ryan Hall, their manager, obviously yeah. happy with the result. Um, interesting, I, th- I think, what he said about the difference in the east and the west, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. What what did Ryan say, mate? More more football played in the West, but yeah. maybe not so direct or that's physical, right, yeah. was he? That's right, was not so yeah. direct. Yeah. So uh... yeah, um, yeah. Interesting, isn't it, mate? To 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 hear it from someone that's obviously, you know, but 
had a look at both leagues, mate. You know, you know, from um, close up. But it's a great start for Molesbury, though, Deeks, isn't it? You know, to to be to be fair, mate. You know, apart from that eight nil roasting at Liscord, I mean, they've had a hell of a start, mate. Really, haven't mm. they? I mean, good to see them back in the West Division, Deeks. I, personally, mate, I, I like Molesbury as a club, Deeks. You know, I, I think they're a lovely club, mate, and. And, you know, like Ryan said, mate, 10 out of 15 points, he, he would have snapped your hand off for that, mate. More than respectable start and, and third in the league, Dicks, isn't it? You know, they would they would have been delighted with that after five games, wouldn't they, mate? Oh, for sure, wouldn't you? So, uh, yeah. Yeah, good on them. Yeah, that's right. And, and talking about goals, well, it's that same evening, what do you make of that Mullion Trio City result? 5-2 yeah. to Mullion. Yeah, bit, bit weird, Dicks, wasn't it? You know, saw the I was I was sort of having a quick look at that on Twitter, mate, at work, and um, yeah, I mean, it seemed like Mullion. It was it, it sort of you know like Mullion scored, and then you know I'd look back and take a phone call and look back at me iPad, and Mullion scored again. They seemed to have scored like three goals in about five minutes, Dicks, didn't they? Yeah, but well, um, I, I I had to yeah, look at my phone yeah. twice. I must admit, I thought I'd read the scoreline yeah. the wrong way round, but um, but. Yeah, well done to Mo- yeah, well, well done to Molly and Diggs, Really, it's a you know, especially after losing at home to to Lunts and on Saturday, Diggs, mm. wasn't it two 0 You know, to not score and lose at home against a team that's going to be sort of around you in the league, mate. Bit of a, like a six pointer that sort of game, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Teams that are going to be and and yeah, to come back and, and beat a young, vibrant Toro team, mate, five two. You know, well done to Molly and for that, Diggs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good result. Yeah, good result. Eye catcher, man. An eye catcher, as you say. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. have you ever wondered what a chairman does at a club rapper? Yeah, I've known quite a few of them. Deeks. Some of them are proper hands-on, Deeks, aren't they? And, and other ones, mate, are sort of shirt and tie and don't like getting their hands dirty, aren't they? <laughs> they just like the. But I can. I know you're going to talk about Deeks, and I. I think this bloke's one of them hands-on ones. I he? think. So. I know. For, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's right. I know for a fact he is Deeks because he was running the line at a game I watched the other day. So right. don't get many chairmen doing that, dear. No, that's right. <laughs> and cooking burgers earlier in the season as well. What a burger as well, Diggs. I can't speak highly <laughs> enough of it, mate. <laughs> right. Well, we're talking about John Colenso, who obviously we used to hear every week on the podcast. And uh, this season, uh, well, we're hoping to hear from him every month, uh, once a month, to tell us more about what it is behind the scenes at a club. He's chairman, the newly appointed chairman of Liscard Athletic. Now then, we've got... Uh, an old colleague of the podcast coming back uh, on to uh, tell us a bit more about what happens behind the scenes this season, and that's uh, John Colenso. Welcome, John. Hi, Dave. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Now, Good you're chairman of Liscard Athletic, aren't you now? Yes, yes, I am, yeah. So we're going to uh, speak uh, perhaps on a, on a regular monthly basis just to catch a, a glimpse of what goes on at, um, at you know one of our local clubs um now first question's got to be how on earth did you end up being chairman i was the buffoon that put my hand up in the agm <laughs> <laughs> yeah you should know not to volunteer for anything no that's right no no we had a conversation all months and months ago about um obviously roger williams at his age and, and an aging committee we're sort of looking to stand down i think roger's even been on the podcast and said yeah we'd love to get a younger committee involved so 
when we were doing the reserves last season, it was always with the intention of Roger stepping down at the end of the season and me to carry it on sort of thing. So um, we've really just brought in a nice young or more, sort of, you know, not saying the old committee's old, but they're getting tired. They're sort of losing, not losing interest, but they, they need some help. They need some pushing on again. So we've brought a younger committee in with myself and we're just trying to get the club back to where it should be. So what's been your sort of early um, big jobs that you've had to do as a chairman then? Um, does a big size just sum it all up or not? Um, <laughs> we Well, basically, I mean, all of pre-season, we've literally spent hours and hours of um, painting, cleaning, grass cutting. We've put new dugouts up. I think a lot of people have been and seen what Lux Park's looking like now and it's looking really nice at the moment with the sun shining on it and fresh paint everywhere and we're just all working together including the managers the ladies team everyone's pitched in and just done something um, and just trying to just trying to push forward um, catch up with a couple of years worth of maintenance that's really needed doing with not enough people to do it all so um, that's been the, the main aim really is to attract a bigger crowd and, and make things nice for people to come and see now, Liscard, obviously, um, although they, they, you know, a fairly successful side, they don't get the crowds in watching as I would expect them to, to get in. So how do you manage to get volunteers? Um, just people like myself that have put their hands up and really want to see the club. It's, it's you know, like Darren and Bobby and Lee, the managers, um, just people that we all know that we're, we're saying that you want us to take this on and you want us to do this, you come and help us. Um, so they've sort of backed us and they've all come on board, you know, as ex-players, um, Neil Mullis's and Spencer Wilson's and just parents. We've got obviously the reserve side now is full of a lot of 16-year-olds and the team. So there's obviously parents that come with those youngsters um, and they're all just willing to pull together. And we've, we've made a really good link with uh, St. Clear and Liscard Youth. Um, I'm vice chairman of that. And uh, while I was even at St. Clear, we were always trying to link the youth and the men's teams together so hopefully now we've got a pathway right through um, that encourages people to come and help us Approximately how many members of the committee have you got? Or how many members are there on the committee would you say? I reckon about 15 at the moment Right and is that ideal or, or you know it's got to be a maximum I guess and you can't have too many people um, you, could, you can never have too many providing it's organised if there's people doing you know, doubling up jobs and wasting time, then that doesn't work either, if you know what I mean. But providing it's organised and everybody tells each other what's going on, which is why we've got a big group chat that everyone can say, I'm going up to do some work this weekend. Does anyone fancy joining me? And, you know, stuff like that. Then you know that what's going on, then it's it's fine. It's when people just go along willy-nilly and do stuff that it causes chaos, if you know what I mean. Do you crack the whip? I'd join in. You can't, if you're, if you're not, well, if you're not willing to do it yourself, you shouldn't expect others to do it, is my motto. So, yeah, no, we've all, we've all lifted blocks, we've all dug holes, we've all painted what needs painting. It's not, yeah, it's not a case of someone being in charge, really. It's just organising and getting everything done. And um, I, I suppose as well, you know, the people that, um, they might be thinking about volunteering, but, perhaps they're a bit reluctant because they might not know too much about how to look after a football pitch or whatever. You, you don't need to be an expert though, do you? It's just no, no, literally no. putting a, you know, a, 
putting your hand up and, and helping, isn't it? Absolutely. There's hundreds of jobs um, and everybody's good at something. So there's, you know, there's there's loads of different things to do. Um, it's not necessarily getting your hands dirty. There's, there's always, you know, that, um, one of the things we're looking for at the moment probably is for someone to look into grants for us. You know, somebody that's happy to sit down and scroll through and find what's suitable for us as a club to um, apply for grants. Because there is stuff out there. It's just knowing where to look and what's applicable to a Step 16. Right. Have you been to the Cornwall FA to get their help? Not yet. No, there's not enough hours in the day. I'm trying to do a, trying to do a full-time job as well. But yeah, we will. <laughs> that's our next port of call, I think. Speak to Daniel Greenoff at Cornwall FA and, and see what he can do to help us. So ideally... You'd love to get someone into the club that actually could take on that mantle by the sounds of it. Yeah, quite possibly, yeah. It doesn't have to be lots of hours, you know, a week or a month. It's just when they can. And, 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 you know, all help is help at the end of the day. As you know, we've got people that are um, helping us push the advertising boards. We've got a superb sort of social media now. And, yeah, you can never have too many people providing it's organised. Yeah, and sponsorship. How? What? What have you done with that this season? That has gone through. Managers have got sponsorship. There's a couple of players who they work for has got sponsorship, and we've just um, we've gone back to previous sponsors who've always been really loyal and really good to us, um, and they're still happy. But obviously, times are changing, though, David. It's getting you know. There's businesses that are really sort of glad to have come out of the COVID mm. and still surviving. So they're not all as keen to sponsor which is totally understandable you know so to be able to keep the sponsorship we've had and try and push a bit more is is really good because at the end of the day unfortunately money is a big part of football these days yeah money's a big part of football but as you just said money's tight everywhere isn't it so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's not easy what about you yourself uh, what, what's this i've heard about you're very good at cooking burgers Apparently so, yeah. You, you want to speak to rapper for that? He said he, he had a sample, and yeah, I think he was quite happy with what he had. So, and it actually filled him up as well. So. What it filled him up? How many? Yeah. How many did he have? Uh, only the double. <laughs> the double. Work, yeah. yeah. Right. So really, um, you, you yeah. do have to muck in and, and do yeah, yeah, totally. do as much as you yeah. can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I, you know, I wouldn't expect somebody else to do what I'm not. In happy to do myself really so yeah if it, if burgers need cooking i've been on the gate several times i'm just doing whatever needs doing climbing up trees getting footballs back whatever <laughs> needs doing. yeah climbing up trees right yeah, yeah. well we look well i'm not sure i want to see you doing that but uh no, no. but but on the pitch um do you you know well Touch wood, this guy hasn't had a bad start this season, so you probably haven't had to do this yet. But might there come a time where you sit down with the managers to say, you know, guys, what's going on? Um, if if it comes, I mean, I've got total 100% trust in the management. And as you can see from the start of the season, they've really sort of cracked the whip and, and really got the boys playing really well at the moment. So, And I can't see that changing. Um, the training's really good. The pre-season was tough, but good. Um, and they're just whatever side they put out is always strong and always entertaining. So we've we're still you know we've still got injuries, we've still got suspensions from last season. Um, for example, there was a lad that played for a side in Plymouth on a Sunday and had a three match ban. 
So that only kicked in now because their season's starting again. <laughs> so it's when the Sunday side basically starts the season, his band kicks in again. So we're still juggling players. Um, but like I say, the squad is that good this season now that whatever squad goes out, you know they're going to do a good job. Yeah. Interesting, actually, about these suspensions because that's not the, the, the only situation I've been told about this season. But how does a club know about an incoming player, what the situation is, if, if they might have any suspensions looming over them or whatever. It's attached, basically it's attached to his profile when you register him with whole game. Ah, right. So it tells you if he's suspended or what he did last season. Um, you still, you've got to be so, so careful. Obviously with three teams now, there's a lot of players involved, um, mm. which are all on one system. So you've really got to be careful. And obviously, like the senior and junior player rule, there's, there's loads of stuff. There's a lot of work for a secretary to do. Yeah. Um, you know, just to make sure that every player that goes out for the team they're playing for that weekend is eligible. Yeah. Uh, and uh, let's leave with hearing a little bit about the new team that you've got there at Liscard. You've got a third team this season, haven't you? Yes, we have, yeah. Um, so basically, we... Um, I've literally linked up with, like I said, the, the link with Sinclair um, purely from a, a one-club signing policy this season that um, if we had youngsters within, within the reserves that weren't getting enough game time, now we have the option to send them down to the third team and they can get game because the only way they'll learn is by playing football. So we don't want someone sat on the bench that's not quite made the grade when they could step down to the third team and the same if the third team impress and they can come up and um, play at a higher level and you know so you've got a pathway then from I think uh, from St Piran East 2 all the way through to South West Peninsula Right now we we know that obviously the, the management trio of the first team Darren Gilbert uh, Lee Mann and, and um, Bobby Hopkinson what, what about the other two teams who are the managers? So uh, we've got Sarge, Colin Wilson, Sarge, and Mike Hinks for the reserve team, and then Carl Saunders and Ben Fisher are the third team managers. Um, again, another group chat where everyone needs to talk and tell each other if they've got enough players or if they've got too many or if they want somebody to have minutes. Um, so, yeah, again, communication's a massive thing. OK, well, thanks very much, John, for coming on. Um, what, what's been the best thing you've done so far at the club? New dugouts, I think. New dugouts? Yeah, I like the new dugouts. What's wrong with the other ones? They're perspex, and they're just getting old and brittle, and every time a ball touched them, another piece fell off. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they're they're nice block work, all painted, um, nice roofing done by DJ. And Um, how much much did that cost, roughly, do you reckon? Roughly absolutely nothing. Oh, right. (laughs) So, Um, we've got... Goodwill. Yeah, Darren does groundwork, so he's got blocks by the million to bring in. Um, there was yeah, there was concrete brought in. Um, DJ works for a roofing company, so they did the fiberglass roof for them. So it's all goodwill and sponsorships, basically. Right. So you didn't need any grants for that, for, that's for sure. But, no, no. But, but you would love to get someone on board the club who can perhaps help with that uh, subject yeah, of grants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we've stained the tea up this season, and that's, you know, although we've stained it and it looks nice, it's starting to get, it's been there sort of 40 years and it's only a, a timber frame building. Um, so, and that's a big income of a club now is a tier. So we'd like to really get some planning permission and, and do something with that one next. 
Um, but again, it's it's big money involved and, and grants are obviously available. It's just finding the right one because it depends what level of football you're playing at as well, what grant you can get. So right. there's, there's lots of things to look into. But yeah, hopefully we can push on with a, with a fresh tee up. Right. Well, we'll we'll find out in a month's time how things have gone, um, both uh, behind the scenes and, uh, and on the pitch. But so far, okay. John, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, good, good to hear JC's dulcet tones back on the show, Dicks, on it. Um, can't keep him away, but, uh, Rippo. Can't keep him away. No, proper football man, mate. And he, he got they got a good setup there at Liscord now, Dicks, isn't it? I, I went there a couple of times pre-season because obviously Jack signed on there now, mate. You know, before he he went to sort of Dubai or or Abu Dhabi or whatever. Well, it was mate, Abu Dhabi, but, isn't it? Yeah. It is Abu Dhabi, yeah, it's about an hour actually from Dubai. But but you say it to people, Deeks, and they like look at you a bit weird. So it's just <laughs> as easy to say Dubai. Everyone knows where Dubai is. It's a, yeah, they, yeah. It just so it just saves you like explaining where it is, Deeks. But but um, but now it's looking lovely, mate. Pre-season, you know, obviously a lot of work going on there, mate. I know it's your local club, mate. You know, from your youth, and there's a big old Cornish club. In it, I mean, and it could be a, a, another exciting season for him. I think, Dix, if if what we say is, you know, is true, Dix, in it. But <laughs> but um, I think it's what more uh, what the clubs need, mate. Isn't it more clubs need to do, Dix, get younger volunteers in to to protect the future, mate. You know, the years ahead, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there, Dix, and you with a with a few spare hours a week that just need to put themselves forward or or bump into the right person, you know, from a club. Mate, and they probably enjoy it, mate, wouldn't they? The social mm. side of the club and all, mate. And yeah, I mean, yeah, got to say, Diggs, JC's cheeseburgers, mate, top notch. Bump, I bumped into Neil Mullis actually, mate, pre season there, mate. You know, old player, mm. you know, Bob. It scored Neil, mate, old mate, and and I was it. I was halfway through it, mate, and Neil come up for a chat, and I said, I said, mate, you're gonna have to come back. I'm enjoying this too much. <laughs> yeah, those fried onions, mate, is it it hanging out my mouth, deep. So I, I couldn't speak. I couldn't speak, mate. But but nice. No, it's, it's great to have. Um, it's great for this guy to have someone like JC around the place, mate. And it's like Paul at Lazy Dicks, isn't it? And and mm. Pete at Wendron and and the sticker people and and Steve and Barry at Weybridge and all, mate. You know, they they're just people that get things done, mate, aren't they? And you know, and I'm all for it, mate. You know, that they've certainly made the place look a bit more appealing up there, mate, isn't it? That's what it's all about, I think, Dicks, isn't it? Mm. Really? That's right. Yeah. And uh well, and I, I put it out to everyone, really. We're going to be featuring John, um, you know, once a month. We're going to be catching up with him and, and hearing what it's what's happening there at Liscard behind the scenes as much as on the pitch. And uh, if anyone has got a question you, you want me to put to John, feel free to, to send them in, basically. And uh, we'll see how much he can tell us, won't we, Rappo? Yeah, yeah. Interesting perspective, isn't it, mate, from a from a chairman's point of view, Dix, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. And, uh, well, this squad, fourth in the table, played 3-1-3, so it'll be a happy chairman yeah. there at the moment, won't it? He will be, mate, won't he? Yeah, I think he might be even happier end of April, mate, don't you? <laughs> right. Well, let's let's go back to Wednesday instead of the end of April. Let's go back to Wednesday. Uh, yeah. uh, Bobmin, they beat Sticker, lots of talk going on, uh, yeah. speculation about what is happening at Bobmin, obviously, managerial-wise. Well, they they came out after losing Saturday and they they beat Sticker two 0 
Ben Walters, a familiar name there, getting both the goals. So yeah. um, good to see Ben still. Good old yep, cracking yeah. them in. Um, yeah. And then Waybridge 2, Newquay 2, also on Wednesday, in attendance of 220, which uh, oh, big. I thought good. was really good. Yeah, I was at, I was at the game. Uh, well, it was a game that I think we all found hard to predict beforehand. And uh, yeah, and and that, was, it? yeah, so no wonder it ended up all square. Newquay's manager, mm. Sean Middleton, but well, he wasn't at the match, and so thanks to caretaker manager Ross Maynard to having a quick chat, post match chat for the podcast. It was uh, all action, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely end to end. Um, both teams definitely had a go. A uh, bit fractured in, in spells of the game, but we definitely are coming away from here feeling like we should have had the three points for sure. Well, in, in the lead twice, so I suppose that's sort of double disappointment. Yeah, 100%, but the boys dug in. We made a few subs, got a very young team here. Um, we're building something new and something really exciting, and the fact we've come away at Weybridge and pushed them all the way is a great sign for us this early on in the season. You took the lead through a great free kick. Yeah, brilliant free kick cams. Free kick's almost like a penalty to us at times. So, yeah, every time he puts it down, we, 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 we expect it to be in the net. And then came out to start the second half. Uh, after it was obviously one or half time, but came out second half. Scored, what, two minutes into it? Yeah, yeah, we, we spoke at half time about what we felt their frailties were. And we definitely tried to isolate them and, and try and hit them in the areas we found them weakest, yeah. But you couldn't hold on to the lead. No, Waybridge are a good side. You know, we've come in knowing, uh, you know, coming away from here before the game, a draw would have been nice. You probably would have said, you know, be somewhere there or thereabouts, but we feel like we should have had the three points tonight for sure. It's a bit of a light show going on here, isn't it? I know, all these cars are flashing up on me, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so as far as you're concerned, disappointed but not disappointed. It just shows how far we've come in a short space of time, what short, uh, what Midzi is building here and what I'm just caretaking for him for today and what he's trying to build and what we're trying to achieve as a club, um, committee and all. We're really trying to push for something um, quite good this year, yeah. And... How can a manager take holiday and you know start the football season? You tell me, mate. I've never done it. Are you going to find him or what? Uh, no, he's a good boy and he's done a good job so far. And he's been on the phone all night. <laughs> <laughs> he has. He hasn't left us alone all night. So bless him. Yeah, he's been jumping around wherever he is now. Yeah. So four points out of six. Um, it sounds as if you're happy with the start. Yeah, for a, for a new group, a reasonably new group anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, we can't complain, mate. Yeah, we've been working really hard in the off-season and pre-season, so, yeah, everything is, is, is progress for us, for sure. You say it's a new group, but it's a bit a little bit strange, isn't it? Because you have got a handful of players that have come back to Newquay that were there, you know, a few years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely, but it's still a new group. They're coming back, and we've had new players come in, so a lot of this team wasn't here last year, so... Yeah, it feels like a new group to me anyway, because this is my first season here as well. So. <laughs> right, I know you didn't want to talk to me, but I'm going to put you on the on the cosh now. Man of the match? Oh, that's a really hard one, isn't it? I don't know, mate. Honestly, I couldn't pick one out of my boys. Louis, Louis Price was brilliant tonight. Fallon's was great tonight as well. And so was Tilston up front. It's really hard. And Lucas made such a difference when he got Honestly, you're going to you're gonna have to take that as my answer. I'm sorry. Actually, it's worth it, Ross, because it's great to see you just mully it over in your mind. Yeah. And you didn't know who it would be. No, I couldn't. We couldn't against Bodmin either. It was the same in that game as well. Midzi rung me and said, who, you know, who's your man in the match? And I honestly couldn't 
pick one out of the 11 or 13 we played, so yeah. Talking about Bodmin, they beat Sticker 2-0 tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, the Bodmin we played, we thought we was going to get a real bounce back from them, and luckily they bounced back against them and not us last week, so yeah. <laughs> OK, thanks very much, Ross. Right, thank you very much. Well, you was there, Deeks. I mean, I, I, I watched both games last season, mate, and, and Weybridge v Nuki's always a cracking game, isn't it, Deeks? Yeah. I think those two clubs seem to produce a cracking game for some reason, mate, and... Uh, and you always get a Cam Turner special free kick in them, mate, as well. Cam loves a free kick against Weybridge. But, but yeah, I think from, from Nuki's point of view, mate, you know, like Ross was saying, you know, mid-sea away, I, I think it shows where Nuki are at the moment, Dix, you know, to go to Weybridge and, and get a point. And sounds like it was a pretty deserved point, mate, doesn't it, as well? So winning, well, they was aired twice, weren't they, mate? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so you know that's a that's a well deserved point, and you know early into a a new team build, you know like New Kiel, so you know it's a very good point to go to Weybridge, mate, and, and and get a get something up there, mate, and yeah, you know it's it's I suppose it shows good good signs, good start to the season for for Nuki, mate, after their five nil win at home to Bodmin on Saturday, Dicks, isn't it really good start? Yeah, good start for the Peppermints. Um, I also spoke to Weybridge's manager Paul Rowe who, well, I just reckon he would love to see his team take the lead in a game. <laughs> well, fast, furious and frenetic, wasn't it, Rower? Story of our season, Deeks, at the minute, yeah. Um, I'd, I'd like to go and follow us around and watch our games because they're, uh, they're a good watch for sure. But as a manager, I'm pulling the air out. Um, they're like basketball matches, aren't they? <laughs> um, um, and two each could have been four each, five each, where take your pick. It was one of those games, really, where, again, we've just lacked any sort of control in and out of possession. Take the positives. You were behind twice and came back. Yeah, we haven't taken a lead early on in the game yet. We, I think we've fallen behind in all four of our league games. So all four, all five. Sorry. So um, yeah, we, we give ourselves a mountain to climb each time. But the lads have got a bit of character and they come back and they play. And we are full of goals. And I'm sure it's just a case of if we take the lead in one of these games, then we will sort of get back into our swagger, play well, and beat somebody four or five. But at the minute, it's all a bit... Um, we're just giving ourselves too much to do with, with soft goals. In a way, we're just not managing the game. And, you know, it's frustrating for me. But um, And I think probably both coaches being, I think they could have won the game, but both both coaches think they probably could have lost it as well. Soft goals. First one you conceded was a free kick. Um, are you suggesting it might have been a keeper's fault or what? It's hard for me to see from up on top of the bank. You know, I, we spoke about you know what Cam's like. You know, he, he scored two against us down there last year. We spoke about giving away free kicks in dangerous areas. I think he managed to give away five or six. So clearly that message got across. <laughs> um, um, so I think it was five or six he's had from good range. And the only surprise was he didn't stick another one away really because um, he's really good at it. So um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. You know, I think I, I portion the blame of the fact we give away needless free kick in an area that we didn't want to didn't need to do really. Rob, you know, Rob's got us out of jail at the end. So, yeah. but you came back um, well Jaffa got the faintest of touches to equalise he'd have claimed it if he didn't but yeah <laughs> he did get the faintest of touches it was one of the things I could see from up there um, great ball in from Wicko he can switch it back onto his right and, and whip those balls in and, and Jaffa got on the end of it yeah and I thought that was the end of a really good spell from us and we've just spoken in the in the change room about what us playing well looks like and that was that that period leading up to that goal was that was that you know we were 15 minutes of moving them around going from side to side being patient and then as soon as we got the goal, we kind of reverted back, back to what we've been like all season, trying to force things. And So, bits and pieces to look at, bits and pieces to work on. But yeah, that first goal was 
you know, sort of typify what we want to play like and what we did a lot of times last year. You've got to remember, Deeks, that we've, we've, got a, we've had a lot of experience sort of leave the, leave, the, leave the club this year, and I think that shows at times a lot of ability come into the club as well, by the way. Mm. Um, some really good signings. But, um, yeah, sometimes just that person is sort of put the foot on the ball and, and slow things down, and that we might be lacking one of them at the minute. But even more frustrating for you, I guess, is the fact that you came out half-time, two minutes uh, into the second half, you're 2-1 down. Yeah, so we, you know, you, you you talk about you know going out and being positive. I thought we finished the first half well, and then from the, straight from the kickoff, um, we've given them a chance, and uh, uh, ended up as a corner, and then um, and then from the corner about a free header, and you think, oh god, we, we slow start, you got away with it, and then we just played played the ball out from the back and give it right away to them, and they've gone through and scored. So three consecutive errors um, at the beginning of the second half, which then really put us on the back foot. The game plan went out the window, and we were a bit frenetic after that, but. Um, you know, yeah, frustrating, frustrating goals. I heard you say to Cam Bidgood, who scored the the, the, the second equaliser, that I think you said he needed that. Uh, I don't know about needed. I don't, I don't know if I said that, Deeks. Um, well, something uh, like that. Oh, I think we might have needed that. <laughs> I don't know if he needed it. We certainly did. No, so Cam's, Cam's come to us. He's, he's, he's come off the back of a, of a foot injury, been away on holiday as well. So a little bit behind the curve fitness-wise, but I think he looked quite sharp in stages tonight. And um, obviously getting that goal would do him a world of good. And I did, I did say to him, sort of, get me a goal tonight. Um, it's his first start, and, and he's obliged. So, um, yeah, please for him. So two all was the result. What's that? Ten points out of five games. Uh, how would you assess your uh, season so far then? Um, a little bit behind where I want to be, if I'm honest with you, points-wise. Um, I think obviously the sticker result is, is, is probably the one. If we go down there and win, and we, we, uh, we create enough good situations to win that game handsomely, but we didn't. Um, then you, if you're sat on the 13 out of 15, you're absolutely buzzing without playing particularly well. Um, but, we, but we're not, so we're, we're probably a little bit behind it um, at, at the moment. Um, we're scratching around a little bit for form, as you see, uh, but we'll get there. I'm sure of that we've got so much quality in this in this group and uh, some young lads we've brought, and I'm absolutely thrilled with. So um, yeah, we'll be okay. Um, probably. Probably, probably three points behind where I wanted to be at this stage, and that, that's probably the sticker fixture, if I'm honest. You picked picked up an injury tonight, Hooper, I think, was it? Yeah, um, he's got a nasty. He? Yeah, he's got a nasty cut on his. Um, it's almost like a. I'm not sure if it's a blister or he's had a knock. It's right on his Achilles. It's on the sore bit. So as he's moving it, he's um, he's struggling a bit. It's one that will heal in time. It's, it's not a nasty one. It'll just it'll just heal and he'll be able to play. Um, Rest has played with a with a with a foot injury tonight for us. We thought it was important. We we got him in there, got some control and. And um, so, so rest has played through an injury tonight. We'll have to have a look at that head of the Vaz game on Saturday about you know who we can patch up and play. Um, but yeah, um, Hoops will be fine in, in if not Saturday, then then the following week. And of course, you mentioned it, FA Vaz, Bishop Sutton, is it? Yeah, don't know a lot about them. Um, they haven't got off to the best of starts, but obviously, what we'll, do they play? In? Uh, uh, Western League Division One. Right. But obviously, we'll give them a goal start, so that'll give them a bit <laughs> of encouragement, uh, and, uh, and, we'll, and we'll probably make it really difficult for ourselves. Um, but no, looking forward to it. We haven't really done particularly well in the Vaz since, since I've been at the club, um, and when I spoke to the lads before the beginning of the season, saying, "Look, come on, bit of a cup run in one of them this year. Obviously, we're not going to win the Vaz, um, but." Let's, let's stick around in it for a little while. So let's stick around in the senior cup again this year. Um, keeps keeps the little different things ticking over, doesn't it? So um, I think we got there as favourites. Um, looking at the league four, but we'll have to play well, I think, and probably a little bit better than we have done so far this season. And tell me, I was standing between the two dugouts for the second half. Thankfully, I wasn't there for the whole game. How do you actually? How long is it before you get home and sort of wind down? 
oh, it'll be Friday. <laughs> uh, it will. Um, I, I don't sleep particularly well after we drop points. Um, I barely slept at all after the sticker game last week. It hurts. Um, you know, like most managers, even at this level, it, it is. It's a, it's a massive part of your life, um, and it does hurt. And you sort of, it's the first thing you think about when you wake up in the morning after a game, especially if you drop points. But there's a bit of a feeling tonight that you know it's probably about right. Whereas last last Wednesday, really, we we came away kicking ourselves. Tonight, like I said, we could have lost the game. So a point's not bad. Something to build on. And last year we went to the Nuki, drew three each, and then went on a hell of a run after that. So yeah, um, taking the positives out of it, I suppose there's that. But um, now it'll be playing on my mind. Watch a video a video back tomorrow. Uh, see what we can learn, share the good bits with the lads, and see if we can take it into the weekend. Great stuff. Thank you very much. To be honest, Deeks, from, from a Weybridge sort of perspective as well, Deeks, I mean, Rowan's got virtually half a new side as well, hasn't he, really? You know, from lost, like he said, you know, lost a lot of experienced players, you know, from a goal, mate, and, you know, it's so, you know, they, they've got a new side as well this season, Deeks, so, so they're still better. In as well, really, Dinks, isn't they? So, it's, you know, probably two new looking teams that have got the ability to be right up there, you know, come the end of the season, mate. And obviously, we know Rara well, Dinks, oh, he's a good interview, and he, mate, for the show, like he says it how it is, doesn't he? Honest, you know, as day is long, really, you know, it was good to hear from him, mate. And, you know, got confidence in Rara, like building a, an, another good team there, mate. He'll, it will sort of change it. Well, like he did last season, really, Deeks. You know, a lot of players went out and a lot come in, didn't they, during the season? So, you know, at Weybridge. So, and and they they managed to sneak into that top four. So, you know, got I got no sort of um, no qualms about Rower. You know, getting a, a good team at Weybridge again, Deeks. No, yeah, no doubt about it, mate. No doubt about it. Yeah, um, one of the goal scorers, Jaffa Rowe. Well, he scored again. Uh, that's yeah. five for the season. Level with George Maris and behind Max Gilbert on six and Adam Carter on nine. Yeah, I know, mate. You, you well, you put your money on Carter sticks, wouldn't you? Really, you, you, you know. I know Jaff is, you know, Jaff is good for thirty, mate. Like, like last night, he just, just, just a little touch on it, mate. You know, yeah. little strikers goal, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the sort of goals. You know, I've had a couple of them digs. I, I think it just like might have might have just glanced off me perm digs, and I've claimed it. Might <laughs> 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 just like, but I might have just nicked off me perm. But you, but, but as a striker digs, you claim. I mean, Jaff will get you thirty goals digs, won't he? You know, in the southwest peninsula, you know, he's one of them strikers, mate. You know. You know, not the easiest on the eye sometimes, maybe, but you know, in and around that box, mate. You know, he, he just he's like a, the goal's a magnet to him, Dix, isn't it? You know, he knows where the goal is, doesn't he? Yeah. So, would, you know, would um, I would I be right in calling him uh, or describing him as an old-fashioned yeah. centre forward? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Dix. I don't think that would be too much. You know, I think that's probably right, mate. You know, I mean, Jeff's not the type of striker that's gonna. Like Harry Kane or whatever, mate. He's not going to drop in deep for you, mate, and turn and beat three players on a sixpence, mate, is he? And Ben one in the top corner, you know. I don't, I don't think you know Jaff is not that type of player, but but he's always where he's meant to be, Deeks. You know, he as a striker, Deeks. You know, he's always in the right position. You know, you, you can't teach that really, Deeks, for a striker. You know, you know, sometimes you score goals and you don't even know how you got there. If you know what I mean, Deeks, you yeah. think what, what what am I doing in it? You know, it's just a natural instinct of where you think the 
ball's going to drop. And, you know, if one comes off, off the keeper, you know, Rower, um, you know, um, Jaffa will be there to tap it in, mate. And, and um, but he's a better finisher than that, mate. You know, anywhere around the edge of the area, you fancy him to, he hits the target, doesn't he, more often than not, Deeks. Mm. And, and then a team like Weybridge, you know, getting service. Like Corts, really, Deeks, you know, he's going to get a lot of service in that Sunostal team, mate, isn't he? And <laughs> when you've got strikers, yeah, exactly, Deeks. So, when you've got strikers like that, mate, that can finish and, and, and they, they're playing in top teams with good players that can, like Resk, you know, like Chris Resky at Weybridge, they're you know, still class, mate, put a ball on a sixpence for you, mate. And, you know, when, you, when you've got good players around you and you're a striker that lives for, for scoring goals, Deeks, you, you're going to get 30 or 40, aren't you, mate, really? I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, if I had to pick one striker, though, Deeks, I, I think I'd go for Corts, mate, wouldn't you? Top scorer, mate, in the league. Been there, done it, hasn't he? So many well, times. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah Dan Jennings. I mean, he started a bit cold, yeah, but um, yeah, that's true, mate. DJ in that score team. Yeah, yeah I'm just thinking you've got to be in a you've got to be in a good team, haven't you, to, to yeah. stand a good chance yeah. of finishing top scorers. So um, you know, will be yeah, interesting. Definitely. Now, yeah, obviously, as we've said, uh, Adam Carter, he's he's leading the 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 all time scorers in the yeah. Peninsula League. How many of the Top ten all-time leading goal scorers. Do you reckon you can name? Oh, what in it? What at, um, since it's been the Peninsula League, yeah, 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 yeah. just the Southwest oh, right. League. Yeah, how many of the top ten oh. do you reckon you can name? Obviously, Adam Carter's one. Yeah, Courts to be one. Goldie's got to be one, mate. And he, yeah, he's third in the rankings. Yeah, uh, Ed's Ed's mate. He's got to be up there, isn't he? Liam Eddy, you meaning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's fifth. He's fifth, and obviously still yeah. scoring, so he might go higher. Oh, so, oh, well, DJ, mate, would he? DJ's yeah, yeah. got to be in yeah. there. Yeah, he's yeah. he's seventh, and he's again good. might go higher. Yeah, um, right, mate. Trying to think now. A good. Oh, Danny O, mate. Danny O, Aiken. No, Danny in there. No, no, no. No, no. crikey. Um, two, oh no, maybe two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Um, two thousand. Trying to think, mate. Of um, how many is that? Think uh, four, is it? That's four. Yeah. Yeah, not very good, is it? Not very good. <laughs> yeah. I, should, I should know a bit more. Um, oh, crikey, mate. Um, I'm trying to think, mate. Now who's played in sort of successful teams? Um, Goldie Edge, Cox, DJ. Uh, the um, the second highest is actually still yeah. playing, but in the Western League. And uh, he's at tour point. Oh, Ryan, mate. Ryan, Ryan Richards, Richards, mate. Yeah, that's right. Of course, yeah, of course. It's got to be Ryan. Isn't and it? Then, um, then in fourth place, yeah. he's, uh, well, he's a man yeah. who obviously scored a lot of goals in the Peninsula. And um, he went yeah. to play Western League. Now he's back playing Peninsula for a Plymouth based side. Is he? <laughs> yeah, that's Sam. What, in the West Division? No, uh, no, no, in the East. Sam Hughes. Uh, Sam Hughes. Oh, of course, yeah, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Salt Ash, yeah. Then, Scored about 300 points, didn't he? Salt Ash, yeah. Yeah, and then we've got um, Sam Davey. He's uh, another Sam that uh, is in the top 10. And then, oh, I wouldn't have got that, mate. No, that's, that's why I didn't even give you a clue. I didn't think you'd get that no. one. Um, and then no, we've got Adam Dyson. Obviously, uh, he would have notched quite a few in the eastern section. Yeah. Glyn Hobbs. He, he, 
Glyn Hobbs. Oh, Hobbs, mate. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Hobbs in his prime, Dixie. What a... What a he was unplayable. He was Steaks, yeah, wasn't right. he? What a player he was. Yeah. And then oh, yeah. bringing up the 10, Levi Landrum. Oh, yeah, Levi. Yeah, of course, mate. What's he doing now, Deeks? Where's Levi to now? I think he, is he still, still at Exmouth, but has he got an injury or something? Uh, so, yeah, because he played with his brother, wasn't he? Him and his brother were at Exmouth, weren't they, mate? Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, is he, yeah he has had a bit of bad luck with injuries, hasn't he, last few seasons, mate? Yeah. Hasn't he? Uh, yeah. yeah. No, 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 how he feels, mate. Flipping out. Lost to, <laughs> probably lost about five seasons, I reckon. I did digs for injuries, but, but yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, pretty impressive top 10 there, mate, isn't it? Really? Yeah, not bad, is it? Not bad. I think, no. I think you'd, no. you'd certainly pick um, some of those in your, uh, in your team if you're a manager. Yeah. But, um, so Definitely. back to the Peninsula fixtures on Saturday. And obviously, uh, as we heard from, from Phil there, FA Vaz uh, taking up a lot of the, uh, the the glamorous ties we've got. Um, well, we've got two all Cornish ones, St. Austell against Bodmin and Lanson, yes. home to Callington. We've got um, Weybridge away at Bishop Sutton, Bude away at Bishop's Lydiard. Liscard away at Crediton United and Camelford away mm. at Sidmouth Town. So, uh, I'll tell you what, Diggs, Camelford will have to watch out for Jim, Jim, Jim and him, Chinner, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like, Who? Jim and him, Chinner. He scored last week. I, I had to write it down, Diggs, when I, when I saw it, mate. I was looking at Sidmouth's teammate and uh, he scored last week, mate. Jim and him, Chinner. Right. Um, I mean, I just. Just giving Reg the heads up, mate. I have to watch out for him. (laughs) (laughs) And below him, Dick's on the team sheet was Zach Lee. (laughs) You had had Chim and him Chinna and then Zach Lee. He sounds Cornish, Dick's, doesn't he, Zach Lee? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just giving Reg the heads up, mate. He sounds a bit lively, mate, old Chim and him Chinna, doesn't he? Sounds like something you sit around in the garden, isn't it? Well, no, that's right. And uh, the, yeah. the one other, um, well, East, um, uh, sorry, West, the one other West side, sorry, you put me totally off me straight. Sorry, um, the one other West side that uh, I have mentioned is Dobwalls, uh, you know, they're at home to Blazy, which we touched on in the Western yeah. League. So, uh, I'll put it M- out M- there. M- I'll, I'll put it out there. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. M- I wouldn't be surprised if there's a yeah. surprise there at Dobbles and Plazy. Oh, really, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, no, no, I can understand. Oh, it's, it's one of your old club sticks, isn't it? I can understand you. <laughs> even though you have watched some Blazy quite a lot this season, Dee. Yeah, some people but... have said they thought you might be a Blazy fan. <laughs> Paul still hasn't <laughs> given me a scarf yet, though, so that, that shows <laughs> no, that I'm not, obviously. That. I haven't qualified yet, so... Uh... No, no, that honorary honorary score, mate. I thought he might have draped that around you. Yeah, by that, mate. No, he hasn't done but, that. But, uh, <laughs> Emily, do you think, Diggs? I got a good feeling about this Spurs weekend, Diggs. I got a good feeling about it. Right. Yeah, I think. Well, I, I think Weybridge will win, mate. At Bishop Sutton, you know they got their bottom bottom, mate. One point from three games, didn't they? 
I think so. Big, yeah. I think they're around. Well, if if not bottom, mate, they're around. It's a fancy Weybridge to go there, Deeks, and win. Nice day out for them, mate. <laughs> Bishop Lydia, I think they've only won one in four, you know, in the East Division since they've come in to the Peninsula League. Deeks. So I think Bude, mate, I know they ain't got off to the best starts, but I think Bude can go there, mate, and win. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think, mate. I think I know Phil thinks it's going to be a tough one. Then he credit and list scored, but fancy list scored against anyone. Deeks on their day, don't you? If they're playing well, yeah. So think they can win that, Deeks. Um, Launce and Callington, obviously, we don't mind, mate. You know, two two good Cornish clubs, Sunostal and Bobman, we don't mind. Um, no, I think Camelford got a chance at Sidmouth, mate. I know they haven't started, you know, the season too well, mate. But but I, I don't think Sidmouth are pulling up any trees, Deeks, are they? In uh, I think they're thirteenth, Deeks, Sidmouth right. in the seventeenth team. Yeah. So why can't you know why can't the Camels go there, mate? Reg can mastermind keeping him and them. Jim and him, Jim are quiet. <laughs> Jim and him, Jim are quiet and, and win. And, and like you said, Dick's obviously doubles blazy. One of our teams are going through there as well, aren't they? So I think it could be a decent weekend, Dick's. Hopefully, mate. Better than last week, anyway, mate. Hopefully, in the FA Cup. No, we well, we we certainly hope it's going to be a better Vaz season than last season was, wasn't it? We were all all oh, our yeah. teams were out uh, quite early, weren't they, last yeah. season? So uh, yeah, it's rubbish, mate, wasn't it? Last season, rubbish. That's, yeah, that's the way to put it. And <laughs> I noticed Bude Bude have just announced a new signing. Um, they've signed oh, Noah Maund. M A U N D of um, Tavistock and Millbrook. So uh, yeah. he's they, dis- they describe him as an exciting young forward, and he's straight into the squad for Saturday's Fuzz game. Mm. So uh, I hope he scores on his debut, Diggs. Saturday. Ooh, what a cool. debut, Diggs, isn't it? A nice FA Vaz match, mate. Yeah. What a nice debut. Yeah. Bishops, Lydia, love the band. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Also on Saturday, there are three league games: Holtz with the take on True City Reserves, Newquay home to Mullion, and Penzance. Play St. Dennis. Um, Three home wins, Three home wins. Uh, would, you say? would you say? Yes, I think I would agree yeah. with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Could we see a Massey at Trick Digs? Not Steve. Not a Steve <laughs> Massey at we could see We could be seeing a Massey at Trick on Saturday, couldn't we, mate? Do you reckon? A Massey hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on mate. Leon Massey, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure Jack will have something to say about that, though, mate, won't he? St. Dennis. But. But uh, yeah, Penzance look pretty good at home, mate, don't they? So yeah, that's yeah. well, yeah, they've they, you know, they, done well, haven't they? Yeah, they've done all right. Um, well, having said that, they've only won one game, but um, they seem to be, yeah. you know, a bit like Lanson, isn't it? To some extent, um, yeah. We're being told full of promise, isn't it, from some of these teams? Yeah. Who, Digs, you know, went to Sunostal uh, opening day. Digs only lost four two, didn't they? Penzance give them a game, mm. and and then they followed that up with a win at Penley. You know, beat Mullion four one. Digs, didn't they? In the midweek game, and then well, there's two new up. Digs, weren't they? Against Wendron and lost. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did you go to that one? No. Did you go to no, that game? No. 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 Yeah, two nil up, Deeks, and lost five two in the end. So, so yeah, I think I think what's it, mate? Shoots of uh, <laughs> shoots of oak. Right. Okay. So midweek games coming up uh, in the Peninsula West. Bew take on Lanson on Tuesday, 
And uh, Wednesday, we've got St. Austell, home to Dob Walls, Bodmin play Liscard and Nukia, home to St. Dennis, which probably explains why I thought I saw Jack Barbary there on on Wednesday watching Waybridge against Nuki. He was scouting to see what Nuki were like, I guess. So uh, the game to watch there for me, I think I shall go along to Priory yeah. Park. I haven't been there for a little while. So Bodmin against oh, yeah, Liscard. Hey. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be yeah, yeah, that would be decent, mate, wouldn't it? Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Two big old, two big old Cornish clubs, decent, isn't it? I can't remember the last. I can't honestly can't remember the last game I would have seen at uh, Priory Park. No, mate. No, I go there quite a bit, mate, don't I? Because it's it's obviously on my doorstep, but but um. Yeah, I like I like Bobman Dicks. I like it when you drive down past Dicks, you know, down the <laughs> down the road and you look into Priory Park. It it looks like a proper football ground, mate, doesn't it? With that big stand and yeah. you know, it looks like a yeah, I, I like I like Priory Park Dicks. I've had some bad days up there though, mate. I've had some good ones and some bad ones. Priory Park Dicks. Have you, mate, Bobman? A funny old ground for me, that one. Yeah, probably not not a ground I've yeah. won on very much. I, I wouldn't have thought. No, so. they did have some. Good, yeah, yeah, did have some good teams, didn't they? Yeah, but yeah, I've had some brilliant days up there and some rotten ones, really. That, that's problem. part of the problem, though, isn't it? With Bob Min at the moment, everyone seems to, you know, they they're remembering yeah. the old Bob Min, you know, yeah, the exactly. successful Bob Min, and they don't give anyone coming in their chance, do they? Really? No, that's right. Yeah, just just leave them alone, Deeks, isn't it? Just leave Bob Min alone. I know they're a big club, mate, and obviously under Gilby, mate. They were massively successful, and you know, and, and all that. But but those days are gone now, Deeks, aren't they? Mm. The, there's a new broom in there, Deeks, so to speak, and there a lot of new people. You know, Andy's gone over from Weybridge, mate, and he is secretary. Yeah. You know, after yeah. about sixteen seasons at Weybridge, he's gone over to Bodmin. So, you know, one of the best secretaries around. So, you know, there's new people in there, mate. Just just give them a chance. I mean, the sixth in the league, Deeks. I mean, I know they've played the most games, I think, haven't they? I think Bob yeah, Mimber, yeah. probably, mate. Yeah, but but you know they're they're doing it. They're, you know they're doing all right, mate. I mean, just got to let them get on with it. And do you, is, is Sean? Do you know the situation, Dix? Any any? Is there anyone? Do you fancy anyone for the job, mate? Who, who do you think, mate? Anyone do you fancy, or is Sean taking it on temporary? Or honestly, what's don't know. Actually, it, it's no. um, well, that actually is probably a good reason to go there on Wednesday. To be honest, I I, I hear True, right? I hear they've got a, a new chairman who's quite ambitious. Yeah. Um, so Dame was saying that, Dick's funny. The chairman's, you know, asked he, he's, he sort of said he'd give him everything he asked for, didn't he? Dane said that, didn't he? Yeah, so interview. I know, you know, that that's that's yeah. uh, a good uh, starting point off the pitch. Yeah. But um I know they're advertising, aren't they, for a, a manager. So mm. perhaps um some good managers uh Dick's, you know, not you know, out of you know, not managing at the minute, mate. You know, you've got a few out there that would fancy the Bobman job, I think, Dix, isn't it? Big club, isn't it, still? In yeah, Cornish but the, this is going back to what I said just now, though. Are they going to fancy it if they're going to be nagged about how successful Bobman were years yeah. gone past? Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a difficult one to, to take on. Poison challenge. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you would have thought a, a place like Bodmin would have a, a good sort of catchment of, of local players. I, you'd, yeah, not you many, would, not many over the years have ever appeared for Bodmin's first team, have they? No, 
No, they haven't really, mate. You could probably count them on one hand, really, mate. Couldn't <laughs> you? The local lads that have done well, but Bobman, can't you really, mate? Yeah. Really? Not I mean, many local. To be honest, Dan, Dan Jennings is about the only one I can quickly think of. Yeah, but yeah, DJ, mate. I know, he, remember Ian Treverton, mate, defender, yeah, yeah, Ian? Yeah, yeah. I think Ian was fairly local, played for Bob Minden, he, for a lot of years, good player. But but yeah, you, you can't think of, I mean, they, they have been predominantly sort of Plymouth based, really, mate, haven't they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, Gilby's had some good players in and out of there over the years, mate. You know, Danny O and all that, mate. I suppose good, good old Cornish lads and that. But, but like you say, like actually local lads like Deeks, there, there haven't been too many, has there, mate? Really, haven't yeah. yeah. been too many. But uh, yeah, good luck to Bob, me, mate. Another, another Cornish sleeping giant, Deeks, isn't it? Yeah, well, they've become one, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, and good luck to all the teams in the FA Vars, um, both East and West yeah. Division sides. And, uh, well, we shall we will see what the outcome is as to whether any of those second or next round ties that you mentioned, Rappu, uh, come good. But let's yeah, hope they so. do. Let's hope they do. I hope so, Diggs. Definitely. You can subscribe to the Rappu and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Search for Cornish soccer talking football. Superior League. Yeah, mate. Yeah, it's sort of kicked <laughs> off a little bit, Deeks, isn't it? I mean, yeah, <laughs> there has been games, Deeks. Nothing, um, you know, nothing too exciting to report. Obviously, still early days, Deeks, isn't it? Um, you know, should, should I have a quick five minutes, Deeks, go down through? Or, uh... Five minutes. Yeah. But yeah. actually, before you have your quick five minutes, can I just mention yeah. that hopefully yeah. uh, we will be talking women's football next week and we will have a national award winner to talk to or to Ooh. listen to anyway. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So Love the national award winner, mate. Yeah, you? that's right. <laughs> you ever been a national award winner? I don't think so, Deeks. No. I don't think I've been a local award winner, mate. I don't think. <laughs> right. Anyway, let, let's have your five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a roundup, Deeks. Just just whipping down through. Matt, will start off in the East, Deeks. Um, Premier, no surprises there, Deeks. St. Dominic off to a flyer, Deeks. Uh, four out of four wins. Beats an Ulster Reserve 7-1. Last mm-hmm. Saturday, Deeks with with five different scorers, so no surprises. Well, well, the only surprise, Deeks, I think, is Tor Point, mate, being in the bottom three, mm-hmm. lost all three games. Deeks didn't didn't expect. Mind you, mate, mind you. Although Deeks that they have played against some um, champions, Salt Ashborough, um, leaders St Dominic, and second place Salt Ash and Oye, Deeks. <laughs> oh, that's right. been Tor Point. Yeah, so that's that's the hell of a hard start, mate, isn't it? So, mm. so yeah. So that's a false league position, I think, for Tour Point, mate. And I think Callum will come good, mate, with that. Um, Division One, Deeks, there's a good old local clay, big clay local derby last Saturday, Deeks. Nampian three, Foxhall three, Deeks. Um, always gets a good crowd that match, mate. Uh, I watched what that game last season, Dick's evening game. It was it was a cracker, mate. Loads of people there. Um, Tyler Trudgeon, mate, had a had a hat trick for for an Ampere, mate, for Rovers. Um, and I don't know if you've seen it, Dick. There was a big win in midweek for St Blazy reserves, mate, who beat St Stephen ten nil. Yeah, I did see that result. Cool, that was a yeah. 
Oh no, I didn't expect that from a local dormitory because St Stephen has improved quite a lot, Diggs, yeah, over the season. Right. Yeah, their, their facilities and well, I went to watch them last season, Diggs, on a Saturday morning, and they, they was a pretty good story, I thought, mate. But uh, <laughs> but you never know, Diggs. It's a silly season, Diggs, as they call it, don't they, for mm. results, isn't it? The, this time, you know, still like a lot of holidays going on and unavailability boots in there you know and stuff in there so you do get the odd like silly result don't you I think start of this thing but but um, but yeah Division 2 East Diggs Bobman Reserves mate they're doing well it's a good start they had a good 4-2 home win over St Teth Diggs who, who won 6-0 at St Brewer last week didn't they <laughs> so yeah, so that was a bit of a, you know, either a great result for Bobman or, or St. Teff, you know, after a 6-0 win, lost 4-2. Um, well, St. Brewer Diggs, they, they lost 6-0. A bit weird, mate. They lost 6-0 at home to St. Teff and then, coincidentally, mate, went and beat St. Dennis Reserve 7-1 on Saturday. <laughs> so it's a bit topsy-turvy, Diggs, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know what to make of it all, really, Diggs. The, the results are a bit weird. Division three, Diggs, no real surprises there. Big guns, new reserves, Diggs, they won 10 0 at Lou Reserves. Ooh. And uh and North Petherwin Reserves, Diggs up there, up there on that carpet. Well, they didn't play on that carpet, mate, because they were the way to Grand Pound. <laughs> and they won, which isn't a bad ground, actually, Diggs. They I drive past it every day, mate. Nice little ground at Grand Pound. They won 7-0, Diggs at Grand Pound. So so, uh, yeah, North Petherwin are doing well as a club. And Lanreth Diggs, I don't know if you remember, they won their league last season. That We spoke about them a lot in the Duchy. They had a good 6-0 home win over St. Dom Reserve Diggs. Mm. Um, but, and Division 4 mates, the Neville Spitfires, mate, they propelled themselves to a... Eight, sorry, mate. they propelled themselves to a eight-nil halftime lead in their game, mate, um, against North Hill last Saturday, and they eventually ran out twelve-one winners, Diggs. So they were the they were the big eye-catching results, mate, in the East. But you know, don't like to talk about uh, big sort of wins, mate. I'd rather have a nice close four-three, wouldn't you, Diggs? Really, to talk about, but. Mm. Good, but good, um, good to see Tragony though top of that division, isn't it? Um, yeah, seeing, seeing they had to drop. Was it last season they dropped out? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought that Diggs is nice, isn't it? When you see a club bounce back and you know took a bit of time out, Diggs, didn't they? And and they've bounced back well, Diggs, haven't they? So yeah. shame to see Praise reserves on it this week, mate. They've pulled out of the mm. West, haven't they? So that was a shame, mate. Praise reserves, but uh, lost another team, Diggs. But but um, talking of the West, Diggs, um, in the Premier, mate, St. Perrin League, it, well, uh, Perrin Wild, Diggs, a, a club close to me, aren't mate? They've, they've got off to a really good start, mate. Um, they've won 6 1 at St. Agnes last weekend. And then they, they beat Alston the other night, Diggs, 2 1 mm. at Callaway Park. And, and Alston, apparently, mate, had four first team playing. So. Yeah. So uh, that, that was a good result for Paramount, mate. Good confidence booster. A Luggan dig, you know. I know I always tip a Luggan, don't I, to win it. They they had a five-one 
uh, home win there, Deeks, home, home to Port Levin, Oxland Port. And St. Day, Deeks, they kicked off their season, mate. Ambitious St. Day. Um, you know, we spoke to Mark a lot, mate, haven't we, over the season, mate? I mean, they, that's a club that knows how to, to get a grant, Deeks, don't they? If you want any advice on how to get an FA grant, speak to Mark. But, but yeah, a club that, you know, they've been there and thereabouts, Deeks, and I, I think, you know, it's about time they probably went up a division really digs but they've got off to a good start mate they they won their local derby last weekend mate 4-1 at Redruth United and then they uh, won 4-2 at Hale the other night as well mate so two good wins and I don't know if you've seen in that league digs um, Bournemouth Town Reserves against Wendron Reserves the other night mate um, 156 attendance yeah. digs yeah that's, yeah. Some that's game, nice yeah, that's right yeah yeah, nice, nice to see, mate, isn't it? You know, in that at that level, mate, some Premier League level. So it's a good crowd. Um, a lot of Western League teams would not mind that, yeah. Deeks, would they? Also, yeah, that's <laughs> but, true. Um, yeah, yeah, good to see, mate. And um, Division One, Deeks, praise. You know, another big win um, to, to 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 go top, mate. Um, I think they had a six-four win last week. We spoke about they had a five-nil win this time, mate, um, against St. Day Reserves. Troon Diggs, they had a good start, mate, uh, to life in Division One West. They beat, they had a good home, a three 0 home win over Morning, mate, mm. at Greater Park, mate. They they kept Adam Keenan and Luke Walk quiet, mate. To, to you know, not not easy to do, mate. Mm. Uh, Mornings to yeah, three 0 Diggs. So that was a good start for Troon. Um, Division Two, mate. Well, it's a, you know, we spoke about them a lot, Deeks. New in Titans, Deeks. They've, well, I think they've lost one league game in two and a half years, mate. <laughs> I mean, they've done brilliant back-to-back champions, mate. And they they thrashed Chasewater away 6-1, mate. And, and followed it up last night, Deeks, a game I was at, Deeks. They followed it up. And they had a pretty hard foot 2-1 win against Paramount, Deeks. Last night, Paramwell lads um, pushed them all the way, mate. But but you can see, I know you've watched them, Deeks, haven't you? But you can see why New in Titans have done so well. You know, won back to back championships and only lost one one league game in two and a half years. I mean, you know, they are pretty potent, mate, going forward, Deeks, aren't they? And got a lot of good attacking players there, Deeks. But but credit to Paramwell, mate. They uh, one nil down half time, mate. Bloke sent off just before half time. So they had 10 men for the old second half. They got back into the game, Deeks. Um, a Ben Rapsy goal, Deeks, no, no oh, less. No, got him no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got him back into the game. He was, it was a fortunate one, mate. It was one of them ones you was talking about earlier, mate. It was a it was a cross-come shot type of goal, mate. Spun <laughs> into the far corner. Dropped over the keeper, mate, and spun into the far corner. But but like I said to him after, Deeks, you know, you never score a bad goal here, so... Yeah. You know, any goal was a good one, but but yeah, but New in Titans they went on to to win two one, mate. Um, good game actually, Diggs for for that, mate. Forty four in attendance, Diggs on a nice evening. Not bad for Division Two, mate. Is it? Have, you, two have you seen who they've got this Saturday? Yes, I was. I've got to mention oh, that oh, in a minute. Oh, right, Diggs, okay, actually. right, right. We'll keep yeah. keep the yeah, mysteries in suspense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, one yeah one of their uh, well their their linesmen actually told me mate last night what they got on Saturday so right. yeah yeah that's beauty in it Diggs but yeah. but yeah um yeah so that was that Diggs Division Two mate you know they're they're obviously a team that are looking for three championships in a row mate and wouldn't surprise you 
if they if they did it, mate. Division three, digs another couple of names, mate. Probus and Almonds, you know, two of the favourites for Division three. I would have thought digs along with Dropship probably digs, but uh, they both got off to great starts, mate. Probus at home. I mean, another one of those big, you know, twelve nil, mate. Home to St Erm digs, but yeah, and and I think Probus beat Wendron, Wendron third, was it, mate? Wendron. Third or fourth, mate, in midweek, four-one as well. I saw quickly, mate, and um, but yeah, twelve-nil, mate, on Saturday. Probus, mate, um, Sam Bullen had four in that game. Uh, Holman's, mate, they won six-one at Lanner in a bit of a local derby, mate, and I and I think they won six-four last night, Dicks, at St Ives Mariners. <laughs> so, so yeah, so both, uh, and I'll and I'll tell you about those two as well in a minute, Dicks, Probus and Holman's Dicks as well, but. <laughs> But, um, yeah, uh, Division 4, mate, nice to see Perrin Porth back in business, Diggs. Like you said about Dragony, you know, similar for Perrin Porth, really, Diggs, wasn't it? They, they had a bit of breathing space, mate, dropped out the league, and, and they've come back, mate, and, well, come back strong, mate, with a with a notching up a 10-1 home win over Troon Diggs on Saturday. Yeah, Troon Reserves, mate, at, at the at Ponsmere Valley there, Diggs. Brandon Light and uh, Dan Gilbert both scoring at tricks, mate, for Perrin Ports. So, uh, yeah, good for them, mate. Good to see them back as well. Um, yeah, I just picked out five games, Diggs, this Saturday in, in the St. Perrin League, mate, over the 10 divisions. I just had a quick look down through all the fixtures, Diggs, and, and five caught me eye, Diggs. So, I thought I'd tell you about them, mate, if that's all right. Mm. Um, it was t- two in the East, mate. I've gone for Division One. I've gone for, well, I don't know if, to be honest, Deeks, I don't know whether it will be now, but I did pick out the Fox OV St. Stephen's Derby, mate. Oh. Local Derby. Oh. Yeah, but after that, yeah, after that 10 0 drubbing at Blazing, mate, I don't know if that will be as attractive mm. now, Deeks. At Gorbachev Park, there, mate, at Foxhall. So, but uh, this was obviously written before that <laughs> result. Um, but I think in Division Two, mate, if anyone wants to see a good game, mate, it's uh, Penn Silver versus Bobman Reserve Stakes. Um, Penn Silver won their league last season. I was there actually at Foxhall Diggs, uh, um, league champions, mate. And Bobman Reserves have got off to a cracking start, mate. So I think that that's a Division Two game of the day up east. And mm-hmm. and there's a few, uh, there's three down west Diggs. One's on your doorstep Diggs, but you know I wouldn't expect you to go to it, obviously, mate. But um, Division One West Cornwall versus Praise Diggs, mm. I think's got. A, yeah, I think that'll be a, a tidy fixture, mate. My old mate, Campy, mate, Ashley Camp at West Cornwall in his second season as manager, you know, playing praise who, who did really well in the combo last year, Deeks, didn't they? So, uh, yeah, just got, yeah. didn't they? Just got pit by St. Just. Well, you was there, mate, weren't you? Just got pit by St. Just, didn't they? Yeah. In the end, mate. Yeah, so uh, and West Cornwall were pretty successful in their division, mate. So I think that would be that would be a good one, mate. Division one, that is uh, West Division two, West, mate. The game that you alluded to just now, Diggs, um, and it will be an absolute cracker, mate. It's an Alugan Derby, it is, Diggs. Um, New in Titans against the Lugan Reserves, mate. Um, at uh, uh, Luggins, what's it, mate? It's called a Luggin Park, and it mate New in Titans ground. It's got the football ground and the rugby ground in one there, isn't it? A Luggin Park, um, a Luggin Park sports yeah. ground is, um, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, that's it, Deeks. Yeah. So that'll be a cracker, mate. A lug well, a lug and reserves, mate, fresh off an eight nil victory, Deeks. Um in midweek, I think, mate, against someone. So Frogpool, I think. Deeks, St. Dave Third. St. Dave Third. St. Dave Third, that's right, Deeks. You're right. That's right, so mate. Thank are, you. are we going for a closely yeah. fought result or yeah. are we going for a high scoring affair? Um I think there'll be a lot of goals, Dix. Looking at new in yeah, I think I think it'll be close and a high scoring affair, Dix. Well, Luggan, Luggan have actually got a better goal um, record. They've, yeah. they've scored more. They've conceded less. So they have. I know it's all to play for. I mean, I was impressed with new in as well. I think they hit the post and the top of the crossbar as well. So, yeah, they 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 are a pretty potent threat, mate, going forwards. Even though it was only two one last night, but. I'm going I'm to go 4-3 to Titans, Deeks. I'm going to go 4-3. I think it'll be a cracker, that one, right. if anyone's down, there, right. down that way. I'm going 7-4 yeah. to a Luggan. How are you, mate? I'll write this down, Deeks. We can come back to this one next week. 7-4 a Luggan and 4-3 Titans. All right, mate. Yeah, that'd be, it's got nil-nil over it, mate, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be one of them really tight games, isn't it? And proper uh, cracking local derby, that one, though, Deeks. Uh, and finally, Deeks, so we just mentioned them just now. Division three, mate, uh, both 100% so far, mate. Um, only played two or three games, though, but but a good one, mate. Nonetheless, uh, Probus v. Olmans, Deeks, in oh, Division right. three. Yeah. So there'll be two teams, yeah. I'd say they'll be up the top along with drop ship, mate, in Division 3. I think that'll be the top three. So it's already a bit of a six-pointer, that game, Diggs, yeah, I think. Yeah. But uh, good game. I mean, both too good, I think, for Division 3, Diggs, really. Those two teams, I'm sure they'll get promoted. But obviously, with the new league system, Diggs, it's all going to even out now, yeah. mate, isn't it, over the next few seasons. Do so. we know, is it the top two that go up? Do we know or not? Yeah, I'm not I'm not 100% sure, Diggs. I, I think it is definitely... The top two, mate. Yeah, with the the restructuring side of it and all, Dix. I, 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 I've just gone full top full time a minute, Dix, because I know, um, you know, they do the old lines, mate, don't they, on the tables and all, mate, don't they? Mm. Sometimes it, you know, who's going up and and down or whatever. But now nah, they haven't got it, mate. No, nah, I don't. Nah, mm. it's just um, it's thirteen teams in in that league, mate. So. Yeah, I know it's definitely the top two and possibly the third place stakes, isn't it? I, I don't know. I, I'm not. We need to yeah. find this out because it. Um... Yeah, yeah, need to know, mate. I think it is definitely the top two deeks, but I think because because the that's why they sort of you know did after reason they did this, mate, wasn't it? The fourteen teams, you know, in yeah, each division true. or whatever, yeah. Deeks, wasn't it? So yeah, I think it is definitely ju- just the top two. I think, mate. I think unless unless a place becomes available or whatever, but I suppose one less team would get relegated then though, Dicks, wouldn't they? Usually, isn't it? Oh, so, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. No, I know, mate. I know. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'd say top two, Dicks. If you're in the top two, mate, you're you're going up, mate, aren't you? That's yeah. what you got to aim for, I think, Dicks, yeah. isn't it? I think, mate. But but yeah, I think that's it, Dicks, for the St. Perrin League, mate. Really. Um, right. Yeah, so a few eye-catching games there, mate. Yeah, lots of games. There's still a few teams that have, have um, got to get their season started yet, which yeah. surprises me slightly. But um, but hopefully, yeah. over the next couple of weeks, hopefully everyone will be kicking off and uh, that's when we'll be 
beginning to see a bit of form, isn't it? And who is going to be up around yeah. there and who's going to be struggling and that sort of thing. So, so uh, um, yeah. And if anyone can tell us for sure what the situation is with uh, relation to prom- promotion and relegation, that would be very handy, not just for us to know, but for the teams as well, I would have thought. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah. So how do they get in touch with us? They can get in touch with me via um, Twitter at Cornish Football. Rappo is Mark Rapsy one and uh, obviously message via the forum and all that sort of thing. So um, we're available all over the place. So uh, let us know. 24-7 we're here, Deeks, aren't we? 24-7. 24-7, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Right, and uh, we also must at some stage, Rapper, we must mark in our calendars in our diary to go to Garen and St. Moore's because uh, yeah, I see there's more things happening there. So, uh, lights yeah. in the or new is it new disco uh, lights in the change room or what is it? I can't remember. Oh, fantastic piece, isn't it? I can't, can't wait to see it all, mate. Can't wait to see it. Can't, can't wait to hear a few tunes banging out, mate. Yeah. I might have to put me um, me dancing shoes on that oh day. Oh, my Deeks, goodness me. No, please not. <laughs> I'll probably collapse, mate. Me <laughs> knee will give out, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, yeah, definitely, we we got to do that one, mate. I mean, we'll yeah. have to have a look at uh, Garen's and St. Moore's fixtures in a minute, Dick, yeah, when we right. go up there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty much a comprehensive run through of, of what's happened yeah. and, and what will be happening in Cornish football over the next uh, seven days. We hope everyone has a good Saturday or oh, bank holiday weekend. Enjoy your bank holiday Monday oh, yeah. if you're watching football yeah. if, uh, or if you're not watching football, still enjoy it and uh, enjoy your football. Yeah. I hope the weather stays the same, Deeks, don't you? It's all right at the minute, isn't it, mate? We're all right, aren't we? Last few days, yeah. Although it was raining just about an hour ago, yeah. Here. So, um, oh, was it, mate? We had a bit of rain in the night, digs actually, mate, crashing against my office window. Oh, I... I thought the groundsman might like that, mate. A nice little bit of rain for an hour, mate, on, <laughs> on their pitch. That's right. <laughs> I actually have to say, yeah. all the pitches are looking really good at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, credit in it, mate. Credit, credit. I don't think I've seen a bad pitch so far this season, Deeks. Have you? No. Credit, real, you know, real, real credit to all the volunteers and groundsmen that do such hard work on all the pitches, Deeks. Is the 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 players these days are lucky lads, Deeks, aren't they? Lucky lads. Yeah. Well, that's very true. They're lucky to be playing, that's for sure, because we can't, can we? No, that's true, mate. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy, mate. Any any player, Deeks, I'd say, mate, just enjoy every game and play as long as you can with you, Deeks. We we can tell them that from experience now, mate, can't we? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, well, thanks very much, Rappo. And, uh, well, enjoy, everyone enjoy their football. Yeah, thanks, Deeks. Good to speak to you, mate. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Soccer Podcast.